This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free to control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything you want. 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We will give you the features there for free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. Michelle. And Mark. Uh, So we're going to talk about the Girl Scout story that we didn't get to last night. Uh, But first, I want to say that I've been watching the Agora IO conference uh, throughout the day today, and I am very pleased with how well things have turned out. Uh, The speakers have been very good so far, and there have been people actually tuning in live to watch and, and interact uh, which is great. Uh, Michelle, uh, you weren't here last night when we talked to George Donnelly, who's the organizer of the Agora IO conference. Are you familiar with it? Not really. Well, what they, what he's done is because the Free State Project was unable to put on the Liberty Forum this year, unfortunately, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I hear rumors that it's coming back next year. Okay. Um, and uh, so because uh, that didn't happen this year, one of the things that we've seen in this movement, the liberty movement, is that when somebody drops the ball on something, and in many cases, two people pick up the ball and run with it. Like things, right. when things seem to be going bad, they end up getting better because something new arises from the ashes, so to speak, the phoenix, mm-hmm. if you will. And uh, in this case, this is an unconference which means that nobody actually has to go anywhere. You don't have to um, get up, go to a hotel in some other city, pay for airfare, take the time and the effort to actually physically move yourself to another location uh, to, to be at a conference. This one, you can uh, just do it from your living room. And so one of the perks of that, I mean, obviously the downside is you don't get to physically interact with, uh, right. with people and press the flesh, uh, etc., but on the positive side, it also means that you can get a, a wider variety of speakers for no, virtually no cost because we're using the Internet uh, to bring people together. You can have all kinds of people. So uh, there have been a, a few times where at the Liberty Forum, someone has had to cancel. A speaker has had to cancel because mm-hmm. something came up with their family or something happened to where their plans had to change. They couldn't make it. In this case... Everybody can make it unless there's some sort of technological difficulty mm-hmm. preventing them from from being a part of this. And so all day long, there have been three channels of uh, speakers from 9 a.m. this morning through 7 o'clock uh, tonight. So right before we started the show is when it pretty much it wrapped up. All uh, right, maybe it was like six. But anyway, well, they, everybody all, has to take a break so they can watch Free Talk Live. Yeah, well, all day long, <laughs> all day, this has been going At on. Cam.freetalklive.com. Right, with three channels, uh, just speaker after speaker after speaker. So if there's somebody on one channel you're not interested in, there are two other people on other channels that you could you could tune into, and it's and, worked out. And like what happened at the CAC, uh, the Keen, Keen Activist, Activist Center, Center, yes, is uh, is a group of people got together to participate. And uh, so you still got to have rub. You still got to rub flesh. Exactly. So really, as somebody put it, <laughs> what, it was what the was best going of, on the cack when you were there? It, it was the uh, best of both Press worlds. Flesh. <laughs> so sounds the same to me. Yeah, and apparently the Keen Activist Center wasn't the only place. Uh, George Donnelly reported that there were about at least five that he knew of of uh, similar parties that were taking place uh, across the country where people could yeah, gather cool. at one central location. And uh, so yeah, there, there there were definitely people doing that as well. And it's going on all the rest of the weekend uh, tomorrow there are various different speaking people speaking there and if today's success was any indicator 
tomorrow and the you know Sunday could be even bigger. I mean, mm-hmm. considering that Friday may be a business day for a lot of people, a lot of people are at work. Mm-hmm. Maybe a, a lot more people will be able to attend live uh, tomorrow and the following day. And of course, if you missed today's speakers, and I really enjoyed Mark Stevens. Of course, I'm a, a personal fan of his work. He was on at noon today. Maybe you were busy at noon. You couldn't make it. Well, it's there. It's archived up on the Agora IO website, and that is Agora dot io so agora dot io will it's take not you to the dot website. i hyphen o or um, nope, backslash o just io okay yeah so instead of dot com it's mm-hmm. agora dot io mm-hmm. and so all of the speeches are already up on the site so you can go really and watch exciting. any one of them yeah it's pretty cool mm-hmm. and, and there's no entry fee or anything like that right. so it's really uh george donnelly has done an incredible job here today he's a doer yeah he is a doer dynamic yeah. Yeah, no which doubt. is why I'm glad that uh, FreeKeen.com is the top sponsor of the entire conference. <laughs> you know, I really felt like this Agri IO could go one way or the other, and I think that it's uh, like a, a total bomb or total success. Yeah, it really, you know, it really had the opportunity to be a bomb. There's a there's a lot of live Gee, stuff. Mark. It, it had the opportunity. <laughs> there's a lot of live stuff on the internet that can fail. This hasn't. Well, I, yeah, look at the UStream. I mean, there most of those channels. Most people aren't watching them, right? right. I mean, they're all somebody kinds of perform- live content. There's somebody performing on UStream, and if they have their shirt on the chances are good nobody's watching mm-hmm. so um well michelle some people are watching michelle even with her shirt on <laughs> <laughs> but um you know this is 50 people if imagine um you know on, on the internet i suppose 50 people is it doesn't seem like that many but if you had 50 people in a conference that's worth flying to people do that all the time you know and maybe next year we can get rebecca black to come sing the <laughs> intro and get four million views <laughs> i i would go to see that i, I just abused <laughs> So, uh, yeah, again, this is this is going on all weekend long. Uh, you can go to agora.io to see what else is going on. I know that Dr. Mary Ruart has yet to speak, and I won't be able to see that live. I'll be uh, probably s- still in the movie theater as I uh, go to see Sucker Punch this weekend. Yeah, you're excited about uh, that. I'm very excited. It has been panned. The critics hate it. <laughs> which means something good to which you. Which means it could be awesome. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But, well, the uh, effects are, are going to be phenomenal no matter what. And that seems to be your favorite thing. About no, no, that's not true. I, that's signed not true up, I signed up to go also, and I have no idea what it's about. Well, uh, Oh, to go to Sucker Punch? Yeah. <laughs> the the storyline seems a little disjointed anyway, so it should be interesting. No, I'm not just about effects. In fact, uh, effects, you need to have a good plot and entertaining movie, Mark. But then, what, then what, what? What about the critics? I mean, they don't know what uh, plots and entertainment's about. Sometimes I like what the critics have to say, and sometimes I don't. Uh, so, Dr. Mary Ruart's going to be speaking. Jason Talley, our friend from the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund, will be talking about being the media in your community. That's also uh, going to be on Sunday. Um, Mama Alley, also a friend of uh, Free Talk Live, is going to be uh, giving a presentation about underground business marketing. Uh, which I think will be very interesting. Carlos Miller on Saturday from Photography is Not a Crime. Uh, great blog, great mm-hmm. blogger. That guy has been in the midst of the police harassing photographers, and I'm sure he'll have very interesting things to say. In fact, he'll be speaking right before I am. That We're both speaking on the media channel. There's a creative media, three different channels, one, Agorism, the other, Peaceful Evolution, which, of course, Freekeen is sponsoring, and uh, the uh, third channel, Creative Media. So Carlos is speaking before I am, which I'll be talking about the subject of pirate radio. Uh, John Bush also going to be talking. Larkin Rose. I've got huge competition, too. Like John Bush and Larkin Rose are across from yeah. me. 
Well, <laughs> who else were they going to put across? Is it fair to just go put any old buddy across from those guys? Pete Ayer uh, will also be speaking uh, the hour after me on effective activism, foundation to impact. And then they gave Larkin Rose a second hour. So Pete Ayer's up against Larkin Rose uh, as well. Corey Moore, the host of uh, Voice of Radical Descent, will be speaking. Our very own Carla from uh, she, you hear Carla once a month here on Free Talk Live on the She Talk Live. She's also now the president of the Free State Project, the brand new president of the Free State Project. You look confused, Michelle. You did not know that. Apparently, I didn't. No, she is. And now I think you that's do. Excellent news. Got some fresh blood in the uh, the Free State Project, and she'll be speaking on. Why the Free State Project is the solution to liberty in our lifetime. And, of course, I highly agree. I, I just don't know how she can make that point. Yeah. So um, so it's yeah. going to be great. My kids have been on break for the last three and a half weeks mm-hmm. from school. And mm-hmm. they had a break for three and a half weeks at Christmas. My entire life shuts down. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know any information. I don't learn any information. Just running after him the whole time. No, it's more like I am in college on spring break myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was aware that uh, there was Carla was interested in that. But congratulations for, to her. Yeah. Also, uh, tomorrow morning, George Donnelly will be back on Cam, the man who put the whole conference together, talking about we won't fly, which, as you may recall, he also was responsible for. He and uh, Jim Babb from Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. put together the We Won't Fly campaign and made a huge splash in national and international media this past November uh, when different groups around the country... The opt-out day. Right, went to National Opt-Out Day and uh, had held protests around at uh, various different airports. So, again, much to see, and I've only given you a taste of what's on the schedule for tomorrow. You can head over to agora.io to see it for yourself. Uh, That's agora.io. And coming up, the Girl Scouts, they've been shut down again by your loving government. Mm. We'll explain what happened. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can, of course, take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you want. This is Free Talk Live. The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com LC9. Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features free. Archives are there, so if you've missed a moment of the show, you can just click and download. They're right there on the front page of the website at freetalklive.com. Then if you click into the archive section, that takes you all the way back to late 2006, all free courtesy of HostGator. HostGator's a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their easy-to-use site builder tools and templates. They've got more than 4,500 templates. Whether you want a personal blog or complete e-commerce business website, you can look the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. If you do, you'll get a 99.9% uptime guarantee, a 45-day money-back guarantee, and 24-7 technical support. You'll also get your first month completely free. 
if you go to hostgator.freetalklive.com. So then, we have uh, told you a story not too long ago of the police shutting down a Girl Scout cookie stand. The last the story. The stand or the headquarters? at The a stand. He- in Savannah. I don't know anything about the headquarters. Did something happen there too? I thought we talked about that. I'm sorry. No. Um, at the Savannah headquarters, um, the Girl Scouts were prevented from selling cookies there. I don't know that it had well. anything to do with the headquarters. I don't know that. No, that's that's news to me. I hadn't oh, heard that one. Okay. I, I did hear that Savannah was the you know the birthplace of the Girl Scouts, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't even know if Savannah was the place where the shutdown mm-hmm. occurred. No, it was somewhere else in Georgia. There was another place mm-hmm. uh, in Georgia. I don't recall the the name of it. Um, but anyway, they went after these girls uh, that were selling cookies on a business owner's property who had given them permission to be there. They mm-hmm. were out in the parking lot. Uh, they had their stand set up, and they were selling cookies to people who were willingly buying them from them. And, of course, the city and government— people line up to willingly buy cookies from the Girl Scouts. Even at six bucks a box, or whatever the heck they're charging these three, days. I three seventy-five or something. No. It's not that cheap these days. I think that's mm-hmm. what I bought them at. I don't believe it. This Big year? Thin mints? Yeah. Wow. Well, they must have cut down the size then. If they if they no, they're to... fifteen in a box. Samoas, same as they always are. Really? I don't believe you. All right. All right. So anyway, they uh, they shut down the uh, the Girl Scouts. They threatened them, and now it's happened again. This time in Kansas City, I believe. Uh, excuse me, maybe St. Louis. Uh, STLtoday.com reporting Hazelwood to be specific. A Hazelwood woman said her teen daughter sold the last of their Girl Scout cookies this afternoon, despite the city's warnings to cease cookie sales from a stand set up in their driveway. Carolyn Mills said the remaining 36 boxes of cookies, worth $126, were purchased around 315 by the Reverend George the Shoeman Hutchings. Hutchings of Manchester is known for collecting more than 156,000 pairs of shoes, trading them at 35 cents a pound and purchasing hydraulic drilling rigs to dig water wells in Kenya. He said this after interesting story. <laughs> rather, Mills said the Wednesday afternoon by phone that he likes to help out the Girl Scouts and couldn't believe the city was doing something like this. Mills' daughters, Abigail, age 14, and Caitlin, 16, have run a cookie booth in their driveway for more than five years. On March 7th, Mills said she received a letter from Hazelwood's Code Enforcement Division informing her of a complaint about the cookie stand and warning them that selling products from their home violates city code. Mills said, we're not making money off of this. It's for charity. We're doing it for the girls so they'll have money in their troop. Abigail, an eighth grader at middle school, said that Caitlin and Caitlin, rather, freshmen at high school, are members of Girl Scout Troop 570. And Mills said her daughters have fallen, uh, fallen. I think she means, oh yeah, excuse me, fallen about 300 boxes short of their goal of 2,000 after the city told them to close the cookie booth. Tim Davidson, a Hazelwood City spokesbureaucrat, said Mills has been cautioned in previous years about selling cookies from her driveway. That's scofflaw. How dare she? She was cautioned before, and she continued selling cookies. She continued to allow her daughters to just turn their noses up at the law, at the city ordinances written by their elected officials. Apparently. Who do these people think they are? (laughs) Anyway, uh, he had sent the city, rather, uh, had sent Mills an infraction notice after a neighbor had complained to the city that the cookie booth had caused excessive dog barking. And unusually high traffic volume on the street when customers stopped to park to buy cookies. The notice told Mill she had one day to comply or she would be issued a municipal court summons. Now, the bureaucrat said, we don't want to give the impression 
we're cracking down on Girl Scouts selling their cookies. <laughs> right. We would hate to give that impression, even though we are. Yeah, even though that's precisely what we're doing. <laughs> We're just, we just have to be fair. I mean, a person can't actually run a business from their home. It's not zoned for that. And, well, even that, if that person is a cute little 10-year-old girl in a Girl Scout uniform that's doing things for her community and being taught about, uh, you know, good, uh, good values, well, so what? Wait a second, Mark. <laughs> you have to understand, though, that, that the government is actually doing that with your best interest in mind. And... I wish they'd leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I just wish they would. But barking dogs, Mark. Parking. Traffic. Yeah, parking. I, you know, I think that every home's different. Um, if, you, if, if, a, if, if it's against the rules to park in the street, the, sh- the city should enforce that. If people are parking on the lawn, then okay. If there's traffic, well, hey, what's to stop me from having a party? Well, that's a good question. And also, uh, what about the fact that maybe one of the reasons why they're setting up in their driveway is because they're afraid to set up on some business owner's parking lot like the other girls in Georgia? You know, maybe that's one of the reasons they're doing this from their home because they feel safer there that they don't have to worry about going out and begging permission to set up a cookie booth. Which was the argument posed in Oregon, uh, I think it was last year. I know there have been a couple lemonade stand incidences, but this first one that I'm thinking about in Oregon, it was on a busy street corner and the young girl was seven years old and people were claiming that, that, uh, you know, it was abusive of her parents to even allow her to be out where, you know, she could be hit by a car, even though she was set back, you know, 20 or 30 feet from anything. I I had a friend who was always really worried about uh, babies and roads. Like if somebody, um, you know, if somebody was walking a a baby carriage along the sidewalk on a road, she'd get upset. And I, it just it was bizarre to me as if what a hubcap's going to fly off and decapitate <laughs> the mom. I just don't know. I mean, that baby carriage has the, it's the, the parent is in uh, more danger than the, the child in the baby carriage. I just don't get it. So the bureaucrat continues on. He says, normally we just let it slide and not do anything. But since another resident made an anonymous complaint about barking dogs and a high volume of traffic, we had to take some sort of action. David said any plans to change the city code would have to be considered by the city council. Just doing our jobs, ma'am. Girl Scout uh, sales officially ended March 13th, and the troops were expected to deposit cookie revenues by the 17th. The organization issues troop guidelines for selling cookies, preferring door-to-door solicitation and sales from booths managed by troops over the individual booths. Uh, and uh, Girl Scouts and volunteers sold more than 3.1 million boxes of cookies in 28 countries, and or excuse me, counties <laughs> around counties the, and countries does look similar. You know, yeah. I know how hard it is to go door to door, and you really do worry about your children. I mean, think about it for a second. Where would you rather have your child? Would you rather have them in your front yard with a table set up selling the cookies, or would you rather have mm-hmm. having them going around door to door? Ding dong, hello, Mister. Would you like to buy some cookies? I'd want mine. Sure, I'll come in. You know, I'd why, want. What are all those padlocks for? Yeah. <laughs> I don't Did want you get the bear trap off my leg? I mean, you know, I, yeah, I mean, what would you want? That's It's crazy. I'd rather have them in front of the grocery store. A lot more traffic there. Indeed. Uh, more coming up here at 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever you want. And good for these uh, ladies for continuing to sell, even in the threat of violence. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. 
Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there on the site completely free, so you may enjoy those on us, should you like. Uh, you can enjoy things like our webcam. You can watch, listen, and interact because our chat room is built into the same page over at cam.freetalklive.com. Uh, again, that's cam.freetalklive.com, and again, it's totally free thanks to the folks over at Memory Dealers. Memory Dealers offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers. They're your trusted source for all your networking telecom accessory needs. Not only do they have uh, you know, optical transceivers, they're 100% compatible with all the major networking equipment manufacturers at up to 99% off of list price. But they also have great prices and service on used networking equipment such as Cisco routers and switches. They're all in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. It's MemoryDealers.com. So there's more to say here on this Girl Scout uh, cookie story, and I'll come back to it here in a moment. But uh, we've actually got Max on the line in Montana to uh, start off our calls here tonight. Yeah, of course, we'll take your calls about anything. Max, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Michelle, and Mark. Max in Montana. Going once. Max is gone. All right, then, 800-259-9231. So the Girl Scout story we were just telling you, and if you're just tuning in, uh, the news is out of uh, St. Louis area where the city of Hazelwood, according to uh, different news sources, has threatened a couple of Girl Scouts for selling cookies from their front yard. They're saying that it is illegal to do such business from one's home. You know, and people would uh, claim that because because these little girls were complained upon. Teenage girls in these in this case, 14 okay. and 16. Fine teenage girls. Uh, wow, they're old Girl Scouts. I don't know anything yeah. about Girl Scouts. I would have guessed maybe there's some equivalent to the Eagle Scout where uh, 16-year-olds could participate. I don't know. But um, because these girls were complained about, that it is the fault of the person that complained. And, you know, likely the, the cops or the code-enforcing people wouldn't have known about or gone after these girls if there hadn't been a complaint. But the fact that these codes exist mm-hmm. allow these people to complain. There shouldn't be a code for doing business from your home. I mean, if you're affecting your neighborhood or something like that, I mean, your people are parking in the street. Or, I mean, you have to have adequate parking for a business. That, that much is true. But that doesn't really have to do with doing business out of your home. I remember... When I was getting my house, they were all concerned about, uh, you know, I said that I was, yeah, I, I work from my house. Uh, making, I make telephone calls to mm-hmm. people. Well, I, I, are people going to be coming by? Are, are, they, are you going to have adequate parking? Blah, 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 blah. Well, <laughs> it's, um, if somebody comes by my house, it's none of your business. The sale of uh, Girl Scout cookies actually started in 1917, and it started um, with homemade cookies uh, made by a, from a recipe that uh, a leader... Um, came up with, and they were all baked mm-hmm. in the homes. Yeah, can sold. you imagine the disaster that would cause now? <laughs> oh my gosh! Right. I mean, you know, the, the health inspectors. Right. The FDA would be descending like harpies on these on these girls. But how many businesses can you think of that have had as much success as the Girl Scouts with you know a continued recipe from nineteen almost a hundred years? It's incredible. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, their pitchmen are pretty good. I mean, it's it's nice to have a bunch of uh, little kids on your side to market your product. <laughs> I'll tell you, I, when I went around selling tickets for the uh, the Cub Scouts Jamboree in Bradenton, Florida, when I was in Cub Scouts, and I don't know how old I was, and I think it's absolutely ludicrous that yeah. a uh, that a eight or nine year old boy is bicycling from door to door in his Cub Scout uniform now. But yeah, you know, that's what I was doing. I sold eighty or ninety tickets, which was like ten times what the next close kids sold. I had no idea that 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 that. I mean, they they had these little crappy prizes. All of them broke. That mm. I would have uh, that that I was going to win. And I went around and I sold those tickets door to door. And people, nobody's going to go to this jamboree that's halfway across the county. But that's different county. than the cookies, though. If the cookies didn't taste good, that's true. Then they wouldn't be able to sell them. And there have been some cookies, other than the thin mints and I think the peanut butter ones, they've kind of gone through and, and Coming gone. changed. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And so they respond to the market. Indeed, there's uh, there's something good about their product. There's no doubt. But Ian was pointing out at the pitchman uh, level, and I think that some people do buy more Girl Scout cookies than they need because of, of the Girl the, Scout. Yeah, the pitch the pitch girls. The, That's the, a possibility. The pitch midgets. Because if I want to, I, I can go to the grocery store and get uh, Keebler grasshopper cookies, and they're essentially the same as as, as thin mints. I can get those year round, but I'll still buy the Girl Scout cookies when yeah, they come by. It's good for the community. And it's the good, grass, yeah, the grasshopper cookies are like half the price too. Now I'm wondering, what are the tax implications? As far as them collecting mm-hmm. in so-called income, yeah. I have no idea. If there's any taxes, they must pay them at the uh, at, at the top levels. I don't know. Good question. But I, I wanted to continue on this subject just to explore it a little further. But also I found another article here with a quote from the city spokes bureaucrat that is just so golden, but they didn't include it in the news, uh, the newspaper piece or whatever it was we were reading first. Tim Davidson is his name. And he says that while he's heard some complaints from residents that Hazelwood is being harsh on the teens, he says that others have pointed out that one tenet of the Girl Scouts is good citizenship. He says, quote, The fact that we did have this code in place, it's the responsibility of every good citizen to respect the laws that we have. Well, I suppose it's the responsibility of every good citizen to just pour over these law books, too. I mean, like, how does well, no, anybody no, no. even The know law this? was brought to their attention, and now they must must respect no, it, according guess, to Mr. I, Davidson. I guess so. No, I guess not. A, a good individual, <laughs> I'm not going to use the term citizen because I don't believe that citizens mm-hmm. exist. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been, it's never been proven citizens to me. Citizen is a terminology of ownership, and I don't, I'm not owned by anybody. Well, it's a ter- not really a terminology of ownership. Well, it's a terminology the, no, of an agreement. That's where- what you say. Um, but you know, the, the agreement you talk about is completely uh, – it do- doesn't exist in this world. No, it doesn't, the which is why there's no such thing as a citizen. The application of what a citizen is is the is a subject. You're a subject. Then in that case, you are owned if you're a subject. And most government bureaucrats won't call you their subject except for the police. Um, this mm-hmm. this man would not use that term because citizen sounds so much more, uh, I, I guess, patriotic highfalutin, and, patriotic, yeah. um, more important – so anyway, my point being that uh, Martin Luther King and others, Gandhi, in the past have made it clear that uh, you know that the right thing to do in the case of bad laws is to disobey them. Absolutely. To not follow them. And that's what they did in this case. And I find that so exciting because we talk a lot on this program about how non-cooperation is one of the keys to achieving liberty in our lifetime. About the, well, and, and the thing that we should point out here is nothing happened to these girls. They finished selling that's their right. cookies. They're all done. They called their bluff is what happened. They, they did not... Coward. The bureaucrat is going, <laughs> yep. they're supposed to be good citizens, which means they have to listen to all the stupid crap that we write down. And this is, oh my God, the Western civilization is crumbling. The children are being, oh, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's pathetic. Yeah, you lose, city. 
And it's nice to see the city lose on something. And they lost because this mom and her two daughters had the courage to stand up and to continue standing up in the face of these threats from the city because they were talking about a municipal court summons could be issued in this case, which means that if mom doesn't go to court with her daughters, that they could be thrown in a cage. And if they end up being found guilty of some sort of code violation and they don't pay the fine, then mom could still be thrown in a cage. So there's real threats of violence uh, involved in this situation. And despite those threats, despite the fear that so many people feel when it comes to what the government is demanding of them. Despite that fear, they went on ahead and they sold the rest of their cookies in spite of what uh, the city had threatened. Yeah. And I think that it's heroic. And I wish that we had more Americans and more people around the world that were like these folks, but specifically Americans, because Americans, for the most part, are very docile and very obedient and lazy and more than likely to just bend over for whatever the government demands. Well, Americans have the uh, as opposed to most citizens, most people around the world, most people around the world have some kind of despotic government. Most Americans would agree with this, that, uh, that they have some kind of despotic government to which they have uh, really no recourse. Americans believe they have recourse with their government. Absolutely. Even while in the same mm-hmm. breath they'll say they can't fight City Hall, right. that politicians are nothing but liars, mm-hmm. that the, uh, the government is corrupt, that Washington, D.C. is uh, full of bad people. But it they starts with they the have kids, so I'm government. glad that this woman has, has, uh, is teaching her daughters. Absolutely. She says that this is teaching leadership, communication, and entrepreneurship. They're getting to know the value of money and how to keep people from ripping you off. And so good for you, Mom. And uh, daughters as well. Yes. That's outstanding. Mm-hmm. 1-800-259-9231. Hopefully, uh, more people will learn from their example. This is Free Talk Live. You can tell your story if you want, if you've got something related or anything. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 90 talk radio stations from coast to coast. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our 90 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for less than $1,000 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And we give you the features there for free. So enjoy those. If you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, we invite you to go to amp.freetalklive.com. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is you send us three uh, three bucks a month. We take that, reinvest it into the show, get on more radio stations around the country, and bring more Internet listeners on board with the program, exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. So head over to amp.freetalklive.com. You can use any major credit card to sign up through PayPal, or you can use Visa or MasterCard right on our website, that's once again amp.freetalklive.com. You get stuff like the uh, the perks, like the access to the amp-only call-in lines, amp-only forum, podcast, and more. Once again, amp.freetalklive.com. Do you want to pay higher prices and, and uh, higher prices for goods and services? Well, you do every time someone doesn't pay their bills. That's one of the many compelling reasons that SACL CAI has been the cornerstone of collections for more than thirty-five years. Before you pay higher prices. Think whether the business, be it bank, hospital, retail store, or utility, could use some help with their collections to contain costs so they're not passed on to you. 
tell them to call the dedicated collections experts at SACL CAI for a no-cost, no-obligation proposal at SACL CAI. See their banner at freetalklive.com. It's top on the right-hand side of the page. All right, so the toll-free number again, 800-259-9231. We are we've been talking about the Girl Scouts and how inspirational uh, these two young ladies are and their mother in the St. Louis area, the city of Hazelwood, where they were threatened by the city to stop or else... And they decided to take the or else mm-hmm. and see what would happen. And so far, nothing has happened. Now, I don't think that means that nothing will happen. There's still the chance, the possibility that uh, the city could issue some sort of a citation down the line. They could. They do you know, that. Wait. Can you imagine all the Girl Scouts of America, though, getting out to protest? <laughs> that would be awesome. It would be nice. <laughs> I, and I wonder how the, the Girl Scouts would uh, officially respond to this, because this wasn't you know, an official PAC decision or anything like that, or if that's what they call the Girl Scouts of PACs. I, I think it's a Boy Scout thing. Yeah. I'm not sure. If troops. It translates troops. Yes. Patch. Uh, so anyway, the uh, again, it wasn't the official Girl Scout position on this. Uh, so whether they would be supported by their fellow Scouts is another question. I would hope that they would. Um, and I just think it's interesting to, to question, well, what would happen if the city did go ahead and pursue their threat? Because as of right now, they've done nothing. They, they, issued a, they issued a letter to mom in this case, threatening her with a potential court summons if they continued selling things from their home, the front yard of their home, which no is where they, this. they no set more. up their booth, right? And uh, they said, you know, it's a violation of city ordinance and we could come after you. And so be afraid. And she wasn't afraid. And she continued selling uh, with her daughters these cookies. The Witness daughters- our terrible swift sword. <laughs> right. So uh, what would happen if they went ahead and issued this court summons? Do you think the city really wants to have a court battle over Girl Scout cookies? Do they really want it to go that far? Because if you go, if you non-cooperate with these people, that's where it's going to go. If you refuse to obey their demand, they could continue to escalate the situation to the point where you show up in their court in front of their robed man with the supposed ability to bring video cameras and such in there and record uh, the proceedings. How's that going to look for them? I mean, it already looks bad enough. The city already kind of gave itself a black eye by even issuing this summons or whatever, this uh, threat in the first place. It wasn't a summons. It was a threat. Uh, There was news that came out immediately after that. The news was... City shuts down Girl Scouts stand. But then the follow-up story, which which we read tonight, was that the stand stayed open and that they continued to uh, to violate this order. So there was an outpouring of support from people around the community for these young ladies, uh, their ability to sell uh, these cookies. I just wish the community would support every business owner that decided yeah. to violate these you know, codes. And that's really where it, what it all comes down to is it's – Everybody thinks it's cute for kids to sell uh, stuff at lemonade stands or the Girl Scouts to sell cookies at their on their lawn and all that stuff. It's cute when kids do it. But for some reason, if an adult decides to set up a business at their home, well, they've got to follow the adult rules of the zoning and all that other stuff. The fact is, these people have no say on what goes on on your property as long as you're not bothering other people. You know, if your neighbors look over and they see too many cars, that's not bothering them. They're just nosy. Busy bodies. Busy bodies. I mean, if I'm having a party, I can't have a party as long as everybody's not parked in the street. But, Mark, we ask ourselves these questions such as, you know, to segue for a second. um, How could the Jews allow themselves to be put into the ghetto? How could they allow themselves to have allow to have their guns taken away and their guns seized. Yeah. Exactly. And as people just, 
you know, um, uh, incrementally forego their rights, maybe because they're sure. not exercising them. You know, right. how, many, how many times do you hear people say, well, I don't, you know, really care if the government comes into my home, you know, via the USA Patriot Act, because sure. I have nothing to hide. Terrorists. Yep. Terrorists. They'll, they'll, they'll assume that somehow government is equal to community. And mm-hmm. because I want to be kind to my community, I want my neighbors around me to be respected um, because of my, my property, to be respectful of my neighbors, that somehow I have to work through the government because the government is community. It's not. The government's a bunch of busybodies that, uh, that, that lord over everybody in the community. And that's not the same. I mean, you know, if, if, you're, if your neighbors are upset with you for some reason, they should have the intestinal fortitude to it's come talk to you. It's actually legitimized mafia, really. It you really know, there is. are thugs and... Well, um, it, it, with a funny way of picking Dons. Like, the mafia goes mm-hmm. and the Dons shoot each other, and we really don't have that any longer. I mean, kings used to kill kings and take their land and stuff. Mm-hmm. We don't have that anymore. It's, it's, a, it's, an or, it's organized crime They're in a really voting, strange way. They're voting, which makes it yeah. legitimate, yeah, sure. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and voting is superior, in my opinion, to the, uh, the unrest that would be created when two nobles, quote-unquote, go after each other and, and create all kinds of problem, havoc and things like that. I just like to think that there's a third alternative. No, I, I agree. I'm just saying that it's, it's superior, but only step in the right direction mm-hmm. and the fact that we that that step was made 239 years ago and people people believe or whatever it is i mean i, I don't know the exact math but it has it's been some time ago um and people believe that that's it that's the step we have mm-hmm. uh, we have a we have a democratic republic here and we need to protect it well i i think honestly that this right. was so people are interested in protecting it. the country we've got to protect america and but they're they're not interested in protecting their own personal liberties, mm-hmm. which it's crazy. I mean, it's yeah, very backwards, and and you can't possibly protect something outside of yourself. I think unless you're willing to protect yourself. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That is the SACL CAI toll free line, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Uh, by the way, one more additional point on this uh, Girl Scout story. Again, the girls in this story are fairly old for Girl Scouts, uh, sixteen and fourteen. However, Ms. Mills, the mom in this case, has a daughter who is five now. And mm. according to the story, next year, her youngest daughter will begin selling Girl Scout cookies. Going into brownies. So, so this is mm-hmm. not over. The city is going to have uh, yet another chance to attempt to flex its muscle. And mom is going to have another chance to continue to stand up against them. So good on Way to her. go, mom. Yeah, totally yeah. awesome. If only we had more people like her, this world would be a lot more free. This country, this uh-huh. place that we live would be a lot more free because if people start acting like free people and stop begging for permission, and this right. is one of the themes, it's like the whole theme to the uh, Agora IO conference we were talking about at the beginning of the hour at agora.io. It's an online conference. It's going on all weekend long during the day- daylight hours for the most part, uh, where the idea of the agora or being an agorist is to do your business, in this case, sell Girl Scout cookies, without asking for permission, mm-hmm. without jumping through the government's hoops. That doesn't mean do things in a slipshod manner or to do things poorly or whatever. It means you, you provide great customer service and you do, you know, make your product up to the quality level that your customers expect and you do it all without the government's involvement. That's, uh, that's the idea of a free market. That's the idea of what we're calling uh, agorism. And it's one of the things that Mark Stevens was discussing today on his talk, which is archived over at agora.io, is that we collectively as Americans need to get over our fear. This is the one thing that is holding us back. 
Oh my God, they might come and take my house. Oh, they might throw me in a cage. They might send me a citation. They might take me to court. They might arrest me. I mean, there are a lot of things to be afraid of, and the mm-hmm. government is a scary organization. The things they can do and have done to people are intimidating. Right. And that's one of the things that keeps them in control is that people are effectively intimidated by them. That is the one question that I've been posed more than anything over like the last 10 or 15 years or something. You Aren't know, you regarding, afraid? Regarding my tax situation. Aren't you afraid you're going to go to jail? Aren't you afraid mm-hmm. your kids are going to be taken away? Aren't you afraid you're going to lose all your property? And my response is, well, aren't you afraid that you're going to live like a slave for the rest of your life? Yes. I mean, uh, people people really do wonder about this. And, um, you know, I was having a conversation with somebody online this week and they were they were claiming that uh, the Jewish Holocaust was the worst thing that happened in the world. You know, and and this was it was very sort of theoretical. I'm like, well, don't you think it it just it's I didn't like the way they put it. I'm like, well, what about slavery? I mean, it existed from the agricultural revolution Mm. till today. Uh, wouldn't you rather die on your feet than uh, than live on your knees? Good question. Let's talk more about fear here in a little bit. Hour number two is coming up. You could take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. You've heard the saying, one good thing leads to another? It's true, especially when you're talking about CentOS. Choosing CentOS for your company's rental uniform leads you to the finest service, quality, and innovation. And now it leads you to popular Carhartt branded apparel. That's right. CentOS, the leading provider of rental uniform programs, and Carhartt, the premier brand of retail workwear, have partnered to bring you a new and exclusive offering. It's the Carhartt Rental Workwear Program, only from CentOS. You'll enjoy CentOS's weekly pickup and delivery, professional cleaning and repairs. You'll look good and feel good wearing comfortable Carhartt branded apparel. You'll wear Carhartt to work and CentOS will do your laundry. The Carhartt Rental Workwear Program is exclusive to CentOS. It's easy to get started. Have your company go to CentOS.com for all the details. That's C-I-N-T-A-S dot com. CentOS, the uniform people. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of the program, and we invite you to take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. Michelle. And Mark. And we invite you to our website, freetalklive.com. Give you the features there free. So enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. We are going to continue here. By the way, the main feature of the site allows you to control the content. So the items that you see there on the main page created by listeners like you. If you see something online that you think is pretty interesting, you want to share it with us and our listeners, then you submit it to the website via the submit show prep link or use our handy bookmarklet, which makes it even easier. And then uh, other listeners will vote as to whether they like or dislike your suggestion. You get to vote on things, too. And the most voted up, make it to the front page in the top of the website at freetalklive.com. We go to your phone calls, and then we'll talk more about fear. Uh, but first, Justin is in Maryland. Justin, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Michelle, and Mark. I'm on. You are, Justin. What's on your mind tonight? <laughs> What's on my mind? You know, you brought up something interesting about government being a mafia, but, you know, the Italian mafia would do would never do the things that the government does. No, they in many ways, the government have... is much worse than uh, than mafias. And in fact, I actually have a news story about the Japanese yakuza and yeah. uh, and how they actually helped folks after the uh, the earthquake. They were the fastest people on the ground um, after the earthquake, apparently, with help. Yeah. Strangely enough, but here's a, here's a, here's a 
here's the point about the difference between the, the regular mafia and this government mafia. Um, for example, this mafia um, will go after innocent people. No, man. Sure, this uh, the government mafia will go after women and children on a regular basis. Right. Yeah, and uh, basically the old mafia, the the basically Italian mafia or whatever mafia you want to call it, will would never go after innocent people. If you leave them alone, they'll leave you alone. Well, I don't know that depends. you can make these black blanket statements yeah. about uh, about these groups. The fact is, the mafia was simply a rival government organization um, to these other things, and they're capable of it. I mean, there are yes, old stories are, about the mafia running protection like that, like they do. I mean, there's little. I would say there's a little bit more of a code of honor compared to what they do. I'm I think you're right about that. It's not on the same scale as what the government does, uh, but there, I think there are incidents where the mafia, so-called, has threatened store owners and things like that get protection hey, you money. Know, your family could have some problems. Yeah. So. <laughs> so there yeah, are a lot I'm, of similarities, I but I think you're right. No, man. Yeah, there are a lot of similarities, but I think you're right that uh, clearly the U.S. government has killed far more people and has done far more violence than any of the private mafias out there combined. Yes, I was going to ask you about Fukushima. Now, I, as you know, this stuff is going to, this radioactive cloud it has already headed to on the west coast of the United States, hasn't it? I don't know. I, I've heard I, about I that. I can't imagine. I, I've heard fears of that, but I, it's 5,000 miles. I don't know. I, it would have to be pretty darn di- uh, dispersed at that point. We deal with radioactivity on a daily basis. Do you realize you get more radioactivity by sleeping in a bed with somebody else than you do by sleeping with yourself? You get radioactivity by sleeping in a home that's made out of brick as opposed to or, or stone as opposed to a home that's made out of wood. I mean, you get radioactivity on a regular basis. Um, it's it's not about the it's not about the poison. It's about the dose. Yeah, I know that, but what I'm taught, but there's these radioactive particles, from what I can tell. Right, and it's not about the radioactivity; it, it's about the it, dose. It wouldn't be the fact that how radioactive it would be the fact that if they get into your body, they could really hurt you. Okay, okay. I don't know if you breathe them, and I'm just wondering: could this travel up to the East Coast where I am? Don't ask me, man. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> Hurricane created by butterfly wings, man. I don't know. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing okay. from you at uh, 800-259-9231. Again, we're talk show hosts. We don't know. Yeah, everything. I mean, I just, I can't live in this kind of fear. Well, there's the jet stream. I mean, it goes, it actually circles yeah, around you know, and hits the, the, the fa- I, I suppose you're, you're dealing with, uh, with uh, chances probably higher than winning the lottery that uh, one of these little radioactive particles uh, may have uh, shot into the jet stream from Fukushima, traveled... 9,000 miles to uh, New England, mm-hmm. I might inhale it, and I'm not going to live my life like that. And I'm worrying gonna, about it. Yeah, worrying if, about that. I'm going to go outside when I feel like going outside. I'm going to stay inside when I feel like staying inside. If I thought that eating the radioactive neon fish from there would turn me into like an avatar, make me blue and six foot five, <laughs> <laughs> I'd do it. That's how Spider-Man did it. Let's continue with... I'm not uh, sure, sure that Fish Lady would sell as well as Spider-Man. <laughs> Susan in Ohio, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Susan. Uh, hello. Hi, you're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, what's on my mind is that I have uh, been in a case uh, with my mother, uh, which is 91 years old, and she's had her life savings stolen from her. Oh, no. Why? Well, uh, she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's in 2003, and a tree fell in her yard, and uh, a man came and saw that my mother did not have her you know, complete faculties mm-hmm. and uh, charged her $54,000 for one tree. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. 
and it even gets worse. Um, the bank called us and told us that our mother had an overdraft, and um, we came in town and put her in the hospital. And this man managed to go and get a marriage license while she was in the hospital. Mm. And when we left, he married her, claimed he married her. We never saw, um, you know, pictures or anything. And managed to wipe out her life savings of all of her annuities of over a million dollars. Wow. Jeez. Oh, how sad. Now, the judicial system down there told us that we had to interdict her. We did that. Oh my. So wait, does that mean that you had to put her in a home? No, that meant that we had to de- declare her mentally incompetent. Right, but did that also require you putting her in a home? Uh, not yet. Oh. Um, so she's uh, able to live on her own, even though she's considered right, mentally she was, incompetent. Yeah, this was in the state of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I became what they call curatrix or curatrix, um, I was able to move her up to Ohio. And in the state of Louisiana, I also, they wouldn't uh, annul her marriage because this was a fraudulent marriage, and I proved it, and I proved it in the state of Ohio and got the annulment. Now we're going back trying to get uh, part of her life savings back. The party hasn't spent on uh, the, the strippers and blow, right? Well, evidently. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what has taken place now is that the DA... And uh, the sheriff's department and the police department says it's a civil matter. Meaning? That- not, so it's not criminal? It's, uh, it's, it's purely civil? That's what they're stating. This is they awful. will not take the case because they said it is, uh, they didn't see it to be a criminal matter. Now, I've seen them go after uh, people that do this kind of thing in a criminal fashion in the past. I mean, they, it's a criminal matter if they want it to be a criminal matter. Well, a million dollars is a million dollars. It seems that way to me. Well, and it's also defrauding someone. That is a criminal matter. You would and think? defrauding the infirm. So they're saying that uh, all your, your only solution through their system is to run a civil case against this guy. Correct. And the time is running out. Yeah, sure. And so... Uh, right, because next- if he's already spent all the money, then he'll just be ordered to... If you win, then he'll be ordered to pay it back. Yeah, he'll, but- put, it in a, he'll put it in a limited liability company and you'll never be able to touch it anyway. Well... Wait on this. This guy also was uh, convicted in the 1980s of conspiracy to uh, commit first-degree murder, and he blew up two buildings in Caddo Parish. Jeez. Wow. So do you have a, you have, uh, a lawyer now? Uh, I do up in Ohio. I closed the case out in Louisiana because, um, you know, I was fearful for my life. Mm. Um, every time I went down there, I had to hire bodyguards. Who married these people? Uh, it was um, a justice of the peace. So the state. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. What's amazing to me, uh, he went and got a marriage license when my mother was in the hospital. So, I mean, wasn't, didn't there have to be a marriage ceremony in order to get a marriage license? A marriage license uh, has to be signed by... You would by... think. You would think. But well, I, mean... I did prove that in um, on the marriage license, he stated that his mother and father were of certain people in um, Jefferson, Texas. And in the 1930 census, they had no children. Wow, real hustler. Mm-hmm. Incredible. It's really sad to hear. I'm so sorry. What do you What do you think your next step is? My next step is um, hoping. Uh, well, I do know uh, that the U.S. Attorney's Office in Shreveport is supposed to have this case. 
but they have not contacted me. Well, you certainly can't count on them to do anything, as you've uh, already learned, and I'm so sorry to hear your story. I, I wish I had yeah. something else to I say. Wish I, besides the, I wish the best for you. I mean, this is awful. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you, and good luck. 1-800-259-9231. the supposed to be there for, to protect us from mm-hmm. these people. Sure. Well, they enabled it by their marriage laws, right? Yep. More coming up. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. Just another reason to get the government out of marriage. When it comes to potential police abuse, the most important place to protect yourself is while driving. Freedomcam.net has a groundbreaking new product that gives you the best all-around protection. The The GPS GPS Black Black Box Box Dash Cam. Cam. This easy-to-use unit has video cameras recording all around and inside your vehicle. It also has a built-in microphone and GPS navigation, which records your driving route and speed. For traffic stops, accidents, and all other driving incidents, protect yourself with the ultimate witness at freedomcam.net. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features that we have there for you for free. So freetalklive.com features including our bulletin board system. You get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners over at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's BBS dot freetalklive.com and mark tell me about freedom engineering if you want freedom you've got to build freedom if you have promotion promoting uh, excuse me programming skills join the freedom engineering team and help develop the technology that enables spontaneous order and free market capitalism to erupt on earth mobile app developers and database experts want it immediately share an ownership create stuff that matters go to freedomengineering.org it's time to build freedom freedomengineering.org. All right, so uh, let's continue taking your phone calls, and we'll talk about fear a little bit in more detail in just a bit. But first, uh, Frank is on the line in New York. Frank, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Michelle, and Mark. Hello, Frank. Uh, Hello, good evening. Yeah, I was uh, intrigued with the discussion last night about the uh, individuals uh, sending photos of themselves on the cell phones. Yeah, what we're uh, what you're referring to is that the state of New Jersey seems to be moving in at least the right direction by uh, creating a I guess adjusting their laws to where teenagers who are involved in it sounded like maybe at the very least uh, the individuals who take the photos of themselves uh, young teens would not be charged with child pornography they would be uh, sent to a, a, a re-education camp. What about uh, adults? Well, let me that get wasn't my point clearly. in. Let me get my point in. No one raised the point when you're dealing with pornography, be it adults' pornography or child pornography. Pornography has no socially redeeming value. A nude is not the same as a pornographic image. Please define socially redeeming value. Well, according to the Supreme Court back in the uh, 1980s, you know, an image an image can, let's say, uh, have political or social meaning beyond being lascivious or lewd. Uh, and that's a point that I'm amazed at, that people aren't taking the case to court and actually going after the... If the image is just a nude image where there's no lasciviousness or... Uh, uh, 
you know, then basically the law is wrong and the uh, government that's prosecuting the individuals under this is in violation of the law. Well, but I the would point agree is, with you, it's going to have to go to trial. And what will have to happen is people will have to have a definition of what is pornographic. And there have been many cases where parents of, of little babies take a picture of the baby splashing in the bathtub when yep. they're giving the baby a bath, yep. and then the FBI comes in and they raid their house and they say they're making pornography when they're not. And I the haven't seen is, an FBI case, but I have seen a lot of local police. A lot guard. of the FBI cases have been uh, have actually been dropped after the people uh, go through the legal process, and well, the government I agree, knows I agree they, can't, they can't win in a sense. But you'll notice that a lot of these cases happen when the district attorney is running for re-election mm. or there's political activity in the DA's office where, uh, you know, people need to, in a sense, make some headlines and bring in the news. And uh, all I can say is this, that, you know, the human body is not uh, a pornographic or a dirty uh, object or image or icon. And yes. I think yeah, we even can, if we it can... is, even if that body is portrayed doing something lascivious, I guarantee you that the photo that I sent to someone that they would not think there was anything dirty about that whatsoever. Well, that's why what? the cases should be brought Wait, to court. What photo? If somebody got a picture of Michelle. She's saying sent from um, from Michelle to them that they'd be happy about it. Oh, I see where you're coming they wouldn't, from. They wouldn't call it dirty. It depends. It's all in the eye of the beholder. Um, it's, so it's the police that are labeling these things yeah. as pornographic. Who was it, Ashcroft that went around the, uh, yes. the, the White House uh, putting, uh, you know, draping uh, silk over statues? So yes, didn't they did. Justice, naughty nipples? The figure of what a super freak that guy is. Yeah, must Correct. Be. One other point yes, that sir. I wanted to raise, and that is, you know, we're conditioned to have war and to watch people be destroyed in video games and on television as entertainment mm -hmm. and all sorts of things. But yet when, you know, someone has a naked breast or you see a nipple or a mother breastfeeding a child, oh, that's deemed pornographic and evil and erotic and dirty. And, you know, that says something about the way this culture is conditioned yeah. and the social a, institutions. Yeah, whoever's looking at a, uh, a child nursing and thinking that that's dirty and that it's pornographic, something's is, wrong is with them. Freak. And you'll remember it was Ronald Reagan with the Ed, Ed Meese Commission on Pornography. Yet now that Ronald Reagan is dead in the ground, we know that, that uh, he actually made male pornographic movies in the 1930s. You know, I with didn't the gay know that. Theme. I didn't oh, absolutely. Either. That's interesting. And that's known, that's known good Google it on the internet, and I mean, Very you may even come across some pictures of Reagan. But the yeah. point is, it's so the system is so it's backwards, fake and cruel and artificial. And, and we're such a violent nation. We can go into a country like Libya that's done nothing wrong, and for six nights, uh, destroy the nation with cruise missiles. I mean, it's. It's an abomination, this country, and it's time that people start to uh, grow up. Well said, and sir, and thank you for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. And I, I really, sometimes Frank and, and the folks on this show disagree on a number of things, but I, I, I can't say he really said anything I disagree with in that call. Well, this, this Libya thing, I, I think that people are, I don't think it's being portrayed uh, properly to my, um, to my mind. I think that there were people that are trapped in Libya 
they feel trapped and they can't get out because no other nation will take them um, that are fighting against Muammar Gaddafi. They don't feel they can build a life in another nation, even if they can go to another nation to escape for to a concentration camp or something like that. They don't feel they can build another a life in another nation. They feel trapped and they're trying to fight back and he is slaughtering them one by one. I don't think there's anything wrong, particularly with uh, people trying to protect them. If the only people that have weapons at this point are nations, I can see why people choose to to use their nation states in order to, uh, you know, to affect this change. I what think about the, a voluntary sort of thing? They don't have it. <clears throat> well, well, they couldn't. They could create it if they wanted. Exactly. To. In, in, but uh, admittedly, but they created a situation where uh, where uh, decisive action needed to be taken today. And I didn't see you or any other any other people in here in America picking up their AK forty sevens and my, hopping it's into not my business. Bruce, yeah. Bruce Willis, I think offered. I think it was like something like twelve million dollars to yeah. someone that would go over and assassinate Saddam Hussein back in the day. Um, yeah, that's I think a, that's I think a legitimate solution. So right, so I think that I think that there are options out there, but people, but people are so used to using right. the government and force against others and abdicating and own their own sense of responsibility. Like I have no problem with someone, you know, gearing up. I might even pay for their plane ticket. I'm not going to go over there, but I do want right. to support people, you know, defending their life and their liberty and and not being slaughtered. I just don't think that that anyone has a right to use uh, government forced funds um, to to legitimize that and to uh, and to do it from a nation. So well, to go back to what Frank was originally talking about, the uh, the question that he he'd asked a question in there about why people are not taking these to trial, these charges, like with the parents taking the picture of their baby in the bathtub, mm-hmm. why it is that the, you know, a lot of these aren't going to trial or the, the teens sexting. Uh, it's because they're scared. You know, we're back on that fear topic again. They're afraid that if they get convicted, that they're going to get, uh, you know, convicted and, and sent to jail for 15 years. Whereas if they just take the plea bargain, it's only going to be probation and then they'll just be a sex offender for the rest of their lives as opposed to 15 years in jail and then uh, being a sex offender for the rest of their lives. So they're frightened and they, they, they don't know what to do except plea out. More coming up. Free time. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Pure Life Water, helping you drink better and live better by providing a zero-calorie alternative to sugary drinks. Visit us at nestle-purelife.us. When kids are playing, they often don't want to stop to keep hydrated. So send them out with a bottle of water and encourage them to take frequent drink breaks or call them inside for a quick sip. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. is free talk live you can bring up anything you want by dialing in toll free at 800-259-9231 that's the SACL cai toll free line 1-800-259-9231 you can bring up anything again that's on your mind and join us on our website at freetalklive.com we've got a mobile site if you want quick access to our live streams and our podcast you can go to m.freetalklive.com that's amazonmobile.freetalklive.com. And we were talking during the break about the uh, Porcupine Freedom Festival, specifically big uh, gay buzzes, excuse me, big <laughs> buzzes, buzzes, big, big gay. gay dance party. She's not big, big at all, by no. the way. She's very she's little tiny. lady. Um, and, but, she's, <laughs> but she packs heat. Yeah, she's, a big, she's got a big attitude. Mm-hmm. She's a cool lady. And um, a big gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Buzz is throwing her bigger gay dance party this year it was the big gay dance party yes. last year this year the bigger one at, under a uh, tent circle like a circus tent right, kind of thing it's going to be a bigger oh, yeah. budget too yep. and bigger attendance likely 
And uh, I'm already registered. I bought my ticket. Um, so I'm going to be there because I missed the last one. I slept through it and I was so bummed out about that. It like, how like could you have slept through that? I, I was on the recovery. couch <laughs> <laughs> and I fell asleep. Jason uh, Talley and I were out there that morning and um, I was, I'd gone very late the night before and Jason came by and, and he's like, hey, Michelle, I'm like, hey, Jason, we walk out there and she was a wreck. I mean, she had so much to do and she was like pulling her hair out. And right about that time, we had a little issue with the bathrooms, mm-hmm. which, you know, got resolved. But she had a porta potty all the way out there. Mm. So her place was the best place to be at the time. Mm. And um, so we're helping her, you know, put things together. And I helped her make the sign. And and you would by the time people got there, because um, I, I then left and came back, you would never have believed you know, that it had transformed in like four hours. Now that she's had all this time to prepare and she, you know, knows to, you know, what yeah. to do based the on the, the mistakes the that she had last year, then uh, I, th- I imagine it's going to be great. I think so. And you can go to porkfest.com to get your ticket and also to get well, your ticket for Porkfest, which you'll also need to go there. Uh, porkfest.com, P O R C F E S T.com. It's happening the 20th through the 26th of June. It's the biggest liberty oriented event of 2011. And of course, it's being put on by the Free State Project. And as it is every single year. Rogers Campground is where it's happening in the northern portion of New Hampshire, the beautiful White Mountains. The scenery is spectacular, but the people are even better. And that's the reason why I go, because I enjoy being around hundreds of other like-minded, liberty-oriented people. We do the show uh, live, by the way, from the Porcupine Freedom Festival, and we'll be doing it twice as much this time around. We're going to be there all week long. And so that's pretty exciting. Looking forward to seeing you there, and you'll be seeing all kinds of interesting things from live performances, music, because there's going to be like a Battle of the Bands kind of thing, uh, the Soapbox Idol, which is incredibly popular every Lots single year. Lots more family stuff this year. They've uh, yep. made a real effort, and so there's all kinds of things for families to do. I think Kate's taking care of that, right? Kate, oh, I know Kate that's Miller? A, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and, she's spy- and sponsoring it with her uh, husband, Alex. Yep, so that's cool. Lots of family stuff to do. Games, campfires, parties, you name it. It's going to be a blast. So come on out um, and enjoy. Go to porkfest.com. Get registered and use our discount code, by the way, to save... 20%. Uh, the discount code is Free Talk Live with no spaces. Just Free Talk Live as your discount code at porkfest.com, P O R C F E S T.com. We continue with your calls. And by the way, if you want to answer, you know, the question on kind of what the issue that, uh, that, uh, Frank had brought up about child pornography and, and why it is that people believe that the nude human form is somehow pornographic, uh, maybe you're one of those people. I'd love to hear what your rationale is for that because I think. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, 1-800-259-9231 or bring up anything as Terry will do in Florida. Terry, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Michelle, and Mark. Terry? Yes. Uh, What I wanted to ask is there's so much about the radiation, but I don't hear anybody talking about is the water going to be contaminated that goes through the, the, the systems in the United States? That goes through the systems. Are you talking about uh, the water from where? From, from Japan. You think the U.S. gets water from Japan? Well, we have underground, we have underground caverns where the water does flow through. Mm-hmm. Okay. I drink filtered and- water from the Berkey water filter, filtration system. So. Yeah, I'm, 
Yeah. And that water would have to tra- three, travel uh, what, five, fifty, four hundred miles underneath these caverns, plus uh, what, however far down and how far up it is. And that's assuming the cavern is straight across. Um, so you're talking maybe, let's just call it 7,000 miles worth of traveling. It would seem like there's a lot of dilution there. Um, I, you know, I don't know. We're not scientists, that's yeah, for sure. I, I certainly can't state this, but I'm not. I'm not. You could always stop like drinking water and see how that works out for you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? I mean, if you're really that paranoid, I'm sure there are companies out there that will sell you something that will uh, 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 allay your fears. You know, you can you can eat uh, add chlorophyll and spirulina to your diet, and uh, that should take care of you. Here's the rest of the question: In 1983. There was a group of us that went from Florida up to Idaho to get work because they were doing a job up there, and they were hiring everybody from the East Coast, all right? And they sent all kind of contractors in. Well, we went up there, and, they, and we found out the United States had turned around and bought one of the lakes, Water, Waterton, I think it is, across Canada, and they were building a pipeline, a water pipeline from there. We were there. They, they drew guns on us and made us get off the property because they said we weren't supposed to be there. And yet it was a water pipeline that was going from there to California. From Idaho to California? From Idaho to California. Mm-hmm. It started off in Bonners Ferry. It went to Sandpoint, and then it went right on down. We okay. followed to get work on them construction because we were all uh, heavy equipment operators. Yeah. But they, they, they actually drew guns on us and found to us not to come back, not to come on this property because they were doing work. The water valves that they had on them trucks, they had one water valve per trailer. That's how big they were. Those are some big valves. Yes, they were. And, 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 this, and, and I'm, that's why, see, you're laughing at me because I talk about the water. No, why we're not laughing at you? at you. We buy a lake water from there to have it come down through if they didn't expect something to happen. Well, California needs a lot of water. I mean, a good portion of it's in the desert. And you know what they say, it never rains in Southern California. They need that water. And I'm sure that they don't have nearly the population in Idaho. So the suggestion is, is that they can pump water there and sell it and make money. I don't think there's a conspiracy to be had. Yeah, I don't know what the gun thing was all about. Well, I, I'm sorry you had guns pulled on you. That's a terrible, terrible way to solve problems. I mean, obviously, they could have just asked you guys to leave. Yeah, I'm not sure what you made you think we were laughing at you. I don't think that, uh, that we've done that. So. Yes, you did, and, and, and I thought it was wrong. Okay, okay whoa. <laughs> no, we did. All three of us just got through saying that we did not laugh at you. I, well, I, th- I think that I think that the proposition that you um, have is you know somewhat ludicrous. If he felt that I was laughing at him, I'm laughing at the proposition that you're talking about that that uh, you know the Japan that there's underground caverns that uh, from here from Japan to here, uh, I guess where we get our water that it might be diluted that they might be pumping the Fukushima uh, you know water into and then that would somehow get sucked over here. I I I, I don't know. A lot of tributaries. If you'll check on the maps, I have maps, and there's tributary. We have we have we have a, a we have a river underneath the Mississippi River. What do you suggest? Oh, right, there are water tables underneath all land masses. So, what are you suggesting? Yeah. I gave you the suggestion that you add chlorophyll and spirulina and green algae to your diet to help uh, to help any radiation poisoning. So, other than that, what do you suggest? I don't know what to suggest. I just asked a question. 
Uh, you know, that's all I ask. Okay. I well, I'm not too worried water. about it personally, but then again, you know, I don't live on the West Coast. Uh, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm just ignorant uh, about uh, you know science and and radiation. But I'm not going to stop drinking water. It seems to me it's halfway around the world. I'm not going to. I'm personally sure. not going to operate like anything's going on different. Yep, that's how I feel. Good luck out there, and thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. If I don't you, recall laughing at his no, call. I, I mean, maybe I, I think that maybe I, I did, and I don't remember. That he's, he's putting out there is ludicrous. I'm I'm sorry. I mean, I'll go right out and say that that's ludicrous. Pumping water, um, you know, into the water table so that it might come over here from Japan. Yeah, I don't believe I, that for a moment. Yeah, I mean, if if you want to call that laugh, laughing at the proposition that he put forth. Yeah, I'll, uh, then yeah, I'm I don't recall. At that. Remember you laughing? Though. I don't. I remember think we that. chuckled. Yeah, really? Okay. It was, just, it was so incidental, I guess. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Not a laughing at his fear, though. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Just dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Hey, join us on our website at freetalklive.com, where we give you the features completely free. You can, of course, support the show by shopping with us at shop.freetalklive.com. We've got some affiliate links for Amazon there for the U.S., U.K., uh, Canada, Germany. You just enter through the appropriate affiliate link uh, to where you would like to shop and then order whatever you need to order. And there are dozens of categories and thousands, if not, I don't know, hundreds of thousands or more items. They've got a lot of stuff there, even groceries at Amazon. So get your shopping done over at shop.freetalklive.com and when you shop through our affiliate links there Free Talk Live gets a portion of the purchase price so you're still getting the stuff that you're looking for the great Amazon prices you're used to it's just that they're cutting us part of their profits for sending them the business so start your shopping at shop.freetalklive.com and you of course can bring up anything so we go back to the phones and to the fun where Michael is on the line in New Mexico Michael you're on Free Talk Live Hello Hey Michael what's on your mind tonight Hey I just wanted to talk about something that most people Actually, I haven't heard anybody talk about, and I get most of my information from people like Ron Paul and Alex Jones and so forth, and um, nobody ever seems to talk about what I consider the root of the political problem here in America, which is lobbyists. The, the, I, I think everybody's looking too hard at the symptoms, of, which is what they want, and not talking about, okay, we're talking about the Constitution. Let's talk about what's happening in politics today, besides okay. the left-right paradigm, okay, um, lobbyists seem to be the real problem because if you have a huge pharmaceutical uh, interest, you can take a, por- a portion of that, which could be billions of dollars, and <clears throat> walk into the lobby of some kind of lawmaking institution and bribe lawmakers in a, lo- in a legal matter. Doesn't that... Forgive me if I sound like a total layman, but I'm only a layman because nobody talks about it. I don't have a problem with lobbyists. I actually um, had a, a very good family friend when I was growing up, Frank Michelena, 
who's a lobbyist in Sacramento. And um, so I knew him. I knew his family really well. And I was pretty intimate with what he uh, he did. And, you know, you can't bribe someone that can't be bribed. Okay, but don't you think that's why things like um, marijuana can be turned illegal or... Um, you know, you know that seems to be more of a problem making something illegal because then you've got thugs taking control of the system. Well, lobbyists do things for various. Thugs have reasons. already taken control of the system, and if you get rid no, of I mean lower level thugs, those kind of, you know, I'm sorry, I'll stop there. Uh, well, thugs have taken control of the system, and if you get rid of lobbyists, you won't have the opportunity to lobby against the thugs at this point. Lobbyists are a representation of people's interests. Some of those people's interests are, in, in, you know, in yeah, the rich interests. people. What about the poor people? I'm sorry, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Poor people have, uh, they don't have the representation. You said you wanted to start strike at the root, right? Yes. Lobbyists. Me, are, that seems like the root. It's not the root. Lobbyists are yeah, a symptom. You've got, who's got all the money? The people causing all the problems. Uh, agreed. Uh, the people, the, the people that have the money are the so people. So that gives them all the power. So how are you going to change it with lobby? Getting rid of lobbyists. Get rid of the lobbyists. How are you going to do that? When did it start? You know, let's talk about it. That's Ever since there do. have been politi- people with power, there have been people who wish to influence that power, whether it be Don't to influence them. Don't you agree that this system has a few problems, like the agree federal, the system federal sucks. Reserve? I'm only, uh, yes, I agree that the system okay, has well, problems. Isn't, that, isn't this a lot like the Federal Reserve, where rich people have all the leverage and, and right poor now follow me on this. Anything. You're absolutely right. Rich people have way more control over the government than poor people do, and it's well, always like, going to they be don't that see way. The repercussions of little things that they do, like okay, great, it's great that pharmaceutical companies have smashed out marijuana. Okay, no, it's not but great. It's not no, great. No, that's not great. For, it's not great for the the people who actually do it. Who are going to go around and find it anyway? It's called prohibition. Remember when they did that? With you don't have to tell me about that, man. I am for the legalization of all drugs. Okay. Have you listened to this show before? I'm curious. Actually, no. I okay. thought I was going to talk at the Alex Jones show, ah. but I hope you guys are liberate talking about the kind of things that he is. No, this isn't an Alex. This is not the Alex Jones show. Okay. This is not uh, you know the same theme. I, 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 I was listening to you, and you were like talking about a broad range of political liber- liberty type things. Yes, this is a liberty-oriented uh, talk radio program. Just bear with me for just a moment, would you please? I want to go through a couple things with you, okay? Uh, first of all, you're right. Yes, the government is much more subject to the uh, the whims and the, the, the desires of people with lots of money, clearly. Uh, that's been that way ever since there have been power. People with money have always been in, interested in either really. seizing the power for themselves or wielding wait, that power. Oh, wait a that's a general comment, and that's not true. Okay, so when has power and money been? When have power and money been separated? Okay, well, uh, Andrew Jackson did a damn good of job stomping it out. Andrew Jackson slaughtered the Indians. You don't think that they were Andrew poor Jackson and without power? The bankers too. I don't care. You, I just said to you, when has power been separated from money? And you said, oh, that, well, you think the whole thing is the Federal Reserve? The Federal Reserve is yet another symptom of power. You, you had talked, wait a second, 18, wait a second. 1800s. You called and asked me a question, right? Your question was... your question, sir. Why are you flipping out on me? I'm what? flipping out on you because you keep interrupting. I haven't even had a chance. You're talking about Andrew uh, Jackson. Uh, well, I was just answering your question. Andrew I'm Jackson sorry. killed people. You don't think that's power? He was a military person. That was his job. How many sir. Indians attacked the United States? How many Cherokee the Indians? The British did too. He, how did many? You know that he no, that wasn't the, the question. British too. How many? How many I, in, Cherokee Indians attacked uh, the United States? 
how many people are is the president of the United States killing right now in Libya, bro? What does hey, that have to do with anything? I appreciate that you. I that appreciate that you called in. in. So were the Indians. He was a president. You're talking about Andrew Jackson, our president. I'm talking about Obama, another president. Okay, so let me tell you a couple differences between we three here and some of the other people that you seem to listen to and support. That is that neither Ian, Mark, nor I are Why don't we talk about the things we have in common? You can't talk to this guy. He will not even allow you to speak to him. Dude, he hung up on you. He hung up. (laughs) That was awesome. Like you, I mean, really, you were talking he, calmly to him. I tried to talk calmly to, to him like six times. He didn't have any. He doesn't have any desire to <laughs> to listen and actually have dialogue. And he's got a little bit of emotional arrogance without any kind of of information to back it up. Whatever. Right. Well, if he thinks the root of the problem is lobbyists, and I agree, lobbyists are a problem. If he thinks the the root of the problem is lobbyists, he hasn't gone deep enough. The root of the problem is an organization of people that have a monopoly privilege on the use of force. And that's the root of the problem. Right. Those people attract lobbyists to them. And the idea that uh, the rich haven't been disproportionately in control of people in power (laughs) at any time is pretty ludicrous. He's right that Andrew Jackson did separate the United States from the second second national bank. Mm -hmm. That much is true. But Andrew Jackson was by no means a saint. And he was and, and at no point. That was the government with the rich separated from power just because he didn't like the bankers and he, you know, returned sound money to the United States doesn't mean that this is this guy's a saint. Also, it's such a common fantasy, the idea that there would be some sort of political maneuvering that could be done to somehow change this situation to, you know, within the system, wrench power away from those lobbyists with all of their influence and all of their money that somehow that you would be able to accomplish that i mean it's just so absurd i mean what would you do would you even if you could get to the point where let's say that you know michael were elected president or dictator or whatever president of the uh, the u.s and uh, he somehow writes some executive order banning lobbyists from uh, from the halls of congress you think that's going to change anything? They're just going to approach them on the golf course and at uh, at their homes or whatever. I mean, they're going to they're, they're going to have their way. I was really glad to know Frank Michelino when I was growing up, and and when um, my dad owned a uh, an FBO, which it's a fixed base operation. He owned he owned part of Orange County Airport, one of the private sectors there, and um, and so in, he would circumvent. You know, tons of of uh, paperwork and government bureaucracy. I go and Frank, and you know, and Frank would speak to so and so on behalf of this, and and um, so I mean, I, you know, my family had use for that kind of service. You know, at a time when um when uh they were trying to the government was trying to undermine and get in my dad's way of everything he was trying to do you know so yeah in some cases lobbyists are lobbying for positive change lobbyists yeah. like for the marijuana policy project for instance they're out there trying to get the drug war on at yeah. least on the marijuana issue repealed or the drug policy alliance generally trying to end the war on drugs so they have lobbyists too uh, do you want to get rid of them as well mm-hmm. i think you're absolutely right mark the the root of the problem is the monopoly on violence that government has because without that monopoly on violence then what good would the lobby- 
lobbyists be? What they wouldn't even need to uh, to exist anymore. Then you would you could have like consumer advocates right. that would get out there and talk about bad companies and what they're doing wrong. And, and, I, and I'm not saying that you can get rid of this monopoly privilege overnight. You didn't create you know Rome wasn't created in a day and it can't be uh, dismantled in a day. But uh, you know I mean you do like your cliches did, tonight. That guy didn't want to listen to. Anybody. I do think you lost your temper though, Mark. He was right on that he critique with you. Stop. And you have spit saying. coming out of your mouth. <laughs> you, you could have de- de-escalated that, and, and you didn't, and you, you lost your temper. And he more kept coming on up here. interrupting, interrupting I got like you. nine times. Yeah, I understand. More Wah. coming up here. Hour three's next. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. It's the shirt you wear most, an essential in any professional man's wardrobe. It's the white dress shirt, and for over half a century, the Paul Frederick White Pinpoint Oxford dress shirt has set the standard for quality, comfort, and style. It regularly starts at $40 or more, but we're so confident that it will become your favorite shirt, we're making it available at the exclusive introductory price of only $19.95. Go to 1995shirt.com and choose our classic button-down with button cuffs or our traditional straight collar with either button or French cuffs. Choose from regular, trim, and big and tall sizes with 55 combinations of collar and sleeve lengths for an exact fit. Order today, and you'll also receive free monogramming and $8.50 value. Go to 1995shirt.com right now to order your Paul Frederick White Pinpoint Oxford dress shirt for just $19.95. Enter promo code TUCK. That's 1995shirt.com. Promo code TUCK. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. Michelle. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The main feature of the site allows you to control the content. You submit different things. Others can submit things to it. And uh, then you vote on what you like and dislike and the most like to make it to the front page of the site. So more people see them. We're more likely to see them and talk about them. The Girl Scout story, for instance, that we started the show out with tonight came right off the front page of freetalklive.com. So thanks to whomever it was that uh, took the time to submit that and make our website that much better and that much more interesting for everyone to be a part of. So you can go over there and get interactive at freetalklive.com. And, of course, we uh, invite you to bring up anything via the phones, 800-259-9231. We still uh, need to talk a little bit more about fear, and I want to do that. But first, Scott the Bigot is, I think Scott the Bigot is the only Scott that calls from Massachusetts. Scott, (laughs) you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, it is Scott the Bigot, uh, but I want to let you know something tonight. Uh, good evening, Mark, uh, Ian, and uh, Michelle. How are you? Hey, Hi. Michelle. Or, <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Michelle. Uh, hey, Scott. How are you? I was all right until you called. Oh, God. Why do you have to be oh, so mean? Oh, my like, gosh. Go He's actually really thrilled that you called, Scott. He's just trained to do Yes, I enjoy having a good foil. Go ahead, Scott. I'd like to discuss tonight American imperialism. Uh, I have never been so uh, angry and disappointed in my government. Uh, it's 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 really it's just like about time. You just keep getting angrier and angrier, don't you? I mean, I don't think I've ever heard you call when you were happy. <laughs> it, we're waging wars. We're waging wars. When's the last time you were happy? Yeah, yeah, we agree with you on the whole imperialism thing. And That's you know what's sad? You know what's sad? Young men. These young boys, and I call them boys because that's what they are, 19, 20, and girls. 21. And, and girls. And girls. And girls. They're 
they're dying. They're dying for the following. You keep paying them. You well, keep paying those people to go over and murder people and risk their lives. I know. And, and so, so really, what is it that you're going to do about it, Frank? It's Scott. Scott. Wait. What are <laughs> messing matter? up names Scott, all over the Frank, place? Bob, Joe. Uh, I'm just I'm another sorry. caller. Scott, hey, look, man, uh, the, the reason they're going over there is because politicians have uh, demanded that they do it and that they're so obedient they'll do whatever the politicians say. And, of course, it's all for the benefit of the politicians and the military-industrial complex. We, I think, agree on that. But I want to know more about you, Scott. When was the last time you were happy? I, uh, my mom is disabled. I'm not here to give you a sob story. but uh, and, and, and I never want, want to – when you have a show to run, I, uh, you, you're, you're not a psychiatrist – and you and I, but you asked me an honest question, and I'm going to give you an honest answer. Uh, let's just suffice to say that uh, I know a lot of people go through life with a lot of adversities. Uh, I've had my share. My mom's disabled for one thing. Another thing is uh, I've uh, I uh, went through a lot of bullying uh, in school. So uh, and I've uh, gone through a lot of garbage in life. So uh, it's uh, it's 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 given me a very bitter outlook uh, mm-hmm. on on life and very weary about people, and uh, and it's made me. Uh, it's instilled a lot of hatred in me. Mm. I look at the world and I see how unfair it is, rottenly unfair. And uh, I had I had to go to court recently, and I'll just let's I'll say our, our our justice system is such is so dangerous, and people don't realize. How no doubt, fast... it's a screwed up system. But you didn't answer the question. Yeah. When was the last time you were happy? I don't think I ever was. Aww. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, have you ever heard that. the term that uh, laugh and the world laughs with you and cry and cry alone? Of course I have. Well, I mean, don't you think that that's pertinent for your life? If you uh, if you if you made an attempt to be happy, and the ways to be attempt to be happy is first you pretend like you're happy, and fake then, it till you make it, baby. Yeah, yeah, you fake it until until it happens, and uh, you know, at some point or another, you might actually find yourself being happy. Well, thank you. I, uh... Do you have joy? I mean, I distinguish the difference between happiness and joy. Joy being that um, you can be proud and satisfied with an accomplishment, or, or. Um, I feel like joy is a higher level of happiness. Almost. Yeah. So it would seem like no, not very likely. I mean, if he hasn't felt happy, then how could he feel joy? I'm an only child, and I feel, and I'm, and I'm scared to hell. Pardon language. That uh, when when my parents pass, and I have no relatives to speak of, uh, that that really scares the hell out of me to be alone and. Uh, uh, I'll tell you one thing. Do you I have a job, enjoy, Scott? What I I I do I I had enough money where I made some money in investments for myself, uh, where I I have money uh, where I don't have to uh, worry. But I'm going to tell you something. Uh, when the day that my parents do go, uh, I'm going to leave this country, and I'm never going to come back to the United States. And I'm so uh, angry, and I and, and I want to change the subject. But I oh, want you to to where will you go? I'm just curious. What are your options? I go to Germany. Team? I would go to Germany. I've been there. Don't, I, I know what you're thinking. Not, not, <laughs> because of the, not because of the Nazism stuff. No, it's a beautiful country. Uh, it's it's an old world. Have you ever been there? I have not. I have not been to Germany, no. Michelle? No, I haven't been to Germany, but it's very similar to Oregon. My family lived in Germany. and Germany and Oregon. I mean, just in terms of the landscape and stuff. So if that's true, then yes, it is You beautiful. need to go. If you don't do another thing uh, in this world, you need to someday when you go. Have you been to Europe? I've been to Europe. I used to live in Europe, so yeah, I've been to Europe. What countries did you see? France and Italy. You need to go to Germany one day. Well, thank you, Scott, for the call. I appreciate hearing from you tonight, and good luck with that. Maybe that will bring you some semblance of 
I guess, content. You know, the tra- the travel itinerary is interesting, but I don't, I, you know, I think that the, the world has a bunch of diversity for a reason. There's lots of great places. Sure, there's always pretty stuff everywhere. And, you know, the, the one thing that I, I really do like about the United States is all that diversity that it has. I mean, you, you can really live in any kind of climb you wish here in the United States. They've got it all. Mm-hmm. It's true. New Hampshire is really beautiful, and I love mm-hmm. it here. It's, a, it's spring, and there's no better well, time to of. be in it's New England. It's not. No, uh, not it's officially lie. spring. No, like, there's gr- there are green things coming out of the ground. What the vernal equinox. Uh, is that what it is? Is that the spring one? Vernal, yes. Vernal, yeah. yeah. Um, wh- I, there are, there are green up. things springing. That is there true. Are what buds, do you want? <laughs> there are buds on bushes. There is evidence that spring is about to yeah. sp- you know, be sprung, sprung upon us. But the fact that... Um, Still cold. It's cold. Yeah. Well, it, it, sometimes you have to wear a jacket in June. I mean, it, it's one of those places that you dress in layers. Not in June. <laughs> what? <laughs> maybe at night. Uh, maybe in you know the early summer. I'm just saying that uh, spring, summer, and fall in New England are amazing times. Yes, I, spring I, and fall, in my opinion, are the best. And I, I like agree. spring when you can when when it's that first time when the trees are just beginning to put out their new freshly green leaves. I, when, do, I agree. When the uh, uh, the the tulips are coming up, when the what are the the daffodils are mm-hmm. coming up, I love those times. I don't know what the names of them are, but I know that they are pretty flowers and they are very colorful and bright. Do you know I came and and came here exactly a, a year ago? Did you? Yeah. Aw, really. Yeah. What? I thought you to moved visit. up to Porkfest. Oh, okay. To, to visit. visit. Okay. So I came for that weekend. Gotcha. And, um, and it was a beautiful weekend, and it was mm. really warm. And so I know that spring is, is imminent. Right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. But back to the issue of uh, happiness. It's really important to be uh, happy with what you have and content uh, with your life, even if you've been subject to tragedy and subject to disappointments and upsets in the past because that's all in the past and it doesn't have anything to do with who you are now i mean yes it helps sculpt who you are i guess you can't get away from from where you've come from i suppose but just but it's right. gone it's, it's over. the measure of the man how how uh, measure the person michelle uh, how they react to their circumstances okay i also think that it's important to have hope I agree. And, that too, yeah. Yeah, which I would say is really the opposite of fear, since mm-hmm. we're going to be getting into fear here. In the Hopefully. Next, yes. <laughs> That's the intention. We could hope, just, we could just take calls for the fully. rest of the hour. Isn't that funny? Hopefully. We're yeah. Gonna, yeah. Okay. So in any event, um, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't really sound like um, Scott has very much hope. Like, you know, he's talking about his he parents. Says he's, how could you have hope if you haven't ever been happy? Parents and... Um, and that out there. And, and, you know, even when I was this, this winter was really hard for me. A lot of people know for about six weeks when I, you know, my tailbone still hurts and it's been six weeks mm. since that happened. Yeah, you took a couple of spills in the yes. ice. And, um, actually downstairs technically right at the courthouse to begin yeah. with. Right. And so that Somebody and the weather, <laughs> <laughs> I think I can understand and relate to people being depressed and having a really hard time being happy. But I think that um, some, you just sometimes it's really about p- picking yourself up by your bootstraps and being determined that you're going to be happy. Yeah. Man, I was happy shoveling all that snow this uh, this winter time. It was fun. It was a good excuse to you get out of the house. You could have come over and shoveled my snow, baby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm mean, really happy. No, no, no. I like shoveling snow in the city where I don't have to come shovel to my very house much and of it. Shovel too. More coming up. You can take <laughs> control happy. of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. It's Free Talk Live. 
MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zempax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com this is free talk live and you can bring up anything you want dial in toll free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231 the SACL cai toll free line joining you tonight it's ian michelle and mark you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there free mark tell me about ruger well, right, Ruger has come out with an ideal fighting carbine. It's the uh, Ruger Gunsight Scout Rifle. It's designed to meet uh, scout rifle criteria of hunt, fight, defend. An affordable, versatile, reliable rifle delivers 10 rounds of 308 Winchester performance in a variety of situations. It's compact, lightweight, and accommodates a host of optics. It's a serious rifle for those serious about rifles. The perfect do-it-all bolt-action rifle where rugged, reliable Ruger Meets practical tactical, the Ruger Gunsight Scout Rifle, the one rifle that you have to have if you have to have only one. Ruger.com. So before we continue uh, with your phone calls, just uh, just a couple suggestions for Scott, uh, if, he's, if he's still listening. And anybody else that finds themselves in the doldrums and just constantly being unhappy and, and disappointed and upset. Just some silly suggestions that, uh, that might, I don't know, maybe they'll work for you. Um, try smiling you you mentioned fake it till you make it yes. try forcing yourself to smile mm-hmm. and do it in the mirror as well so you can see yourself doing it. and put a big silly grin on your face and and just try to hold it there for a while until you start to mm. feel silly about uh, it may not take very long uh <laughs> about what you there you go you mm-hmm. made a silly face and you laughed about it mm-hmm. and it, it might just be something that'll make you feel a little bit better and that's what we're talking about here you know getting baby steps away endorphins from, kick in Taking little little steps away from your current state of being to something more positive. And it's if you are always angry and always negative, then it, it may take some time to do something like this. But also focus, instead of on all the negativity in the world, and there sure is a lot of it, uh, focus on things that are positive and things that you enjoy. Things take, take you know, think about it for a moment. Maybe you enjoy the trees outside or, you know, whatever, dogs or something like that. Yeah, something go that- hug a tree. <laughs> Whatever it is that uh, that brings some joy to you, attempt to indulge yourself in that uh, a little bit more and focus on those things. So, you know, a lot of this stuff can sound silly, but I've got to say that it changed my life. Um, and there's a man in particular that introduced it to me. His name was Mr. V. Um, I don't remember his full last name, but he was a, he was a counselor in prison. Now, this guy managed to come to prison every single day. He would come and he'd say, guys. This is to a group of bank robbers, murderers, rapists. Uh, the, these were the, the, the most evil, dangerous men that the youthful offender prison system in the state of Florida had to offer. This was the most dangerous prison in, in uh, amount of incidences that occurred in a, in a given year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you know, you're not talking about just your average convicts. These are extra bad convicts. Um, and he would say it's all about positive mental attitude. And he just he abbreviated it to PMI. And every time he walked by somebody, PMI, PMI. Um, and, you know, he'd tell them positive mental attitude. And 
you know, at first, I just like any young person, I had this sort of uh, the idea that I had uh, the old idea that uh, being cool and being cynical about things was mm. the same thing. Yeah. Mm. Like I believed that right. being cool and being cynical were the same. So you'd look at him and be like, you're so gay. Right. You know, that was it. Ah, boo, right. pff, whatever. Mm-hmm. Old, you old fogey. Yeah. Your pants don't even fit right. You're wearing polyester. <laughs> <laughs> Where are your pleats or whatever? You know, like, you yeah. know, that it was at the time, I guess pleats are gone. Uh, they're, they're no longer cool. But, uh, at, you know, it was just, it, I, I didn't care much about what he said. But the more and more I listened, I came to understand that you can have control over your life. You can have the most control, the control of the most important thing in your life, which is your perspective on things mm. through your attitude. Your attitude really is what will make your life great or make your life crappy. You, you, yeah. get, the, you get to pick every single day whether you want a great life or you want a pr- crappy life. Right. Every day is the first day of the rest of your life. These are, these are choices that you can have. And, you know, people will complain about their circumstances and stuff. And to some extent, your circumstances or how you view them. Plus, you mm. can have better circumstances through your attitude. Your attitude will create for you new and better circumstances. No what doubt. I'll I've seen often it find I've had more than more than one occasion somebody who will uh, come uh, come up and say, "You're an ex-convict. You don't deserve to have a nationally syndicated radio program. You should be suffering." Seriously? Bad, bad, bad. Shame, shame, shame. Poo, poo, poo. You know, like they'll do this and. I just imagine how how must it be for them? You know, what do they want? That d- most of them want their own nationally syndicated radio program, <laughs> and apparently it's supposed to be picked up and put on a silver platter for for them. Right, as though you were just. Well, I guess I did hand it to you to some extent. <laughs> what are you talking about? I built this thing from the ground up. Where do you think your sales would be sitting right now if it wasn't for me, Buster? Oh, here we go. <laughs> and I just got to jump on board. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, I'm mean, uh, where were these guys when we were on three stations uh, broadcast? at six whopping watts in Liberty, uh, Missouri, was it? Um, and uh, Marysville, Tennessee. Don't know mm. where Marysville, Tennessee is? Me either. Um, you know, and, and then the one station dropped us, so we were down to two stations. We built this from that, you and I, and, and you know, it's not about, it's, it's about attitude. It's about commitment. Let's continue with your thoughts and your calls. Helen is on the line listening to WNYY in Ithaca, New York. Hello, Helen. Hey, Helen. Hi. Hi. Good evening, folks. Hey, what's on your mind? Um, yeah, well, I, I heard the Scott's call, um, and he doesn't seem like such a nasty, unhappy person. I mean, I mean, he 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 sounded like a sort of a kind, intelligent guy, and I felt bad for him. Well, you need to listen but, more often. <laughs> okay, maybe I do. Um, I can't always be at the radio at this time, oh, so, but um, he's he's but, a bigot. Um, I mean, through and through, from our years oh, okay. of, of talking. Yeah, I don't know to him. him. Right, just I to, I mean, just to bring you up to speed. Yeah, but, we didn't let him go on one of it. We didn't encourage him to go on one of his anti-Jewish, anti-black, anti-women tirades. Ooh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, <laughs> and, and what I wanted but to I, do this time was kind of delve delve into his personality and find out maybe what what why is that? I but I've got this really um, cheap and easy um, suggestion or solution for his attitude mm. or whatever because um, I don't know having a sense of humor helps. Um, Laughing, I used to be a biologist, but, you know, laughing actually has been proven to be good metabolically and Mm. psychologically for everybody. I agree with that, yeah. Absolutely right. The endorphins going. So, and this would be good for him and his elderly parents, um, he should just get a bunch of real funny films and old TV shows and watch. Mm. (laughs) Like the Three Stooges. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I love the Three Stooges. A lot of people Mm -hmm. say Marx Brothers are good, Three Stooges are 
stupid. But mm-hmm. I like the Three Stooges also. I like them all. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I like them all. And whatever old, like, I Love Lucy, something that he could watch with his parents. Um, you know, his mother is disabled, he said. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't know, the Beverly Hillbillies. Beverly Hillbillies, or, you know. my God, that is pure genius. Uh, I love that show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, lo- I love that show, too. And uh, I don't know, Hogan's Heroes, anything. But you're talking you know, about any- making a, a, you know, a direct effort, to a deliberate effort to uh, to experience things that are fun and amusing. Yeah, you just like yeah. shove the thing into the television and then idea. you sit back and you laugh, you know? So. Excellent suggestion, Helen. Thank you for the call tonight. Okay, I like the, thank you. Uh, Thank, thank you, Helen. I, I like the, uh, the 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 comedy uh, videos. You know, when you're seeing um, Bill Cosby up there doing his shtick, it's amazing how that guy can make you laugh and not cuss. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if you don't care about, the, I just saw Richard Pryor like for the. And like, it's for amazing the first how time. that guy can make for you the laugh first by cussing. Time? Yeah. <laughs> oh my like, gosh. I mean, I, I'd known about him and I'd seen him in movies, but mm-hmm. I actually saw like his, his stand up an hour of it from the ni- late He's 1970s. Terrible. It was hysterical, and I know why my parents wouldn't let me watch him as a kid. (laughs) Eddie Murphy Raw? I mean, oh my God, that's hilarious. All right, so more coming up here at 800-259-9231. Of course, you just named three black comedians, but maybe that's what he needs. Maybe he needs... Did I? Yeah. Yeah, Maybe that's what Scott the Bigot needs, is to have a black guy make him laugh. More coming up, Free Talk Live. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks, and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. Your tips for uh, being more happy, focusing on positive things in life. That's kind of the what we're talking about, the theme for the moment. Uh, but you can change that by dialing in 800-259-9231. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com where you can enjoy the features there for free, including listening options. We have live streams, broadband, and dial-up versions available around the clock. The latest episode of Free Talk Live, you will hear it there. Uh, plus 94 great radio stations on AM and FM across the country satellite free to air channel you can uh, get listen to the show without a subscription fee there listen lines that allow you to call in and uh, from any phone that can dial long distance listen that way plus our webcam as well go get the details and get tuned in at listen.freetalklive.com how does a cruise to bermuda sound how about a cruise to bermuda with stefan molyneux west bertrand of complete liberty and me this cruise isn't just a convention on the water it's an unconference where the events what you want to make of it there'll certainly be some speeches and a debate but the boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and a whole heap more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November, but you need to reserve your berth now. We've secured some more rooms, but I can't promise anything after April the 17th. Rooms are as low as about $600, double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today if you want to go on this exciting adventure to Bermuda, cruise.freetalklive.com. We continue taking your phone calls. Let's go to David in New Hampshire. David, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Michelle and Mark. Good evening. Hey, David. I was just going to say something. Um, well, I was going to I will say that I enjoyed the um the uh, unconference online today. That was pretty good. Yes, the Agra IO, the very first ever Agra unconference. Uh, Agra.io, A G O R A.io. It continues on tomorrow, I think, kicking off again at 9 or 10 a.m. So there's plenty more yeah. to come. And um, I was going to say something about Scott. Um, he said something about he, he 
didn't like unfairness and stuff like that or something, I think. He did refer to that. He thought it was unfair or something was unfair. That life had treated him unfair or yeah, something? Yeah, that's true. I, something like that, yeah. And then I was just thinking to myself, well, what about the way he refers to Jewish people? And it, I think it's rather unfair how he how he treats Jewish people. And Oh, he's very unfair about that. I mean, I, he, treats, he treats people as though they are all the same. Yeah. Anybody that is, whether Their it's... Their blood defines them. Right. So I would think somebody who's been treated unfairly, which I, I really, I, 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 mean, I know people do get treated. This world isn't fair. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I would think he'd have a sensitivity to that and, and be sensitive to the fact that, you know, perhaps you know, he, he wouldn't want to treat people unfairly. But I guess it didn't wind out that way. I don't understand when, that. But. When situations arise, you have a choice whether or not to allow them to harden you or whether you become more empathetic and compassionate human being. And I think that it's very easy to just allow um, things to jade and harden you, especially if, if um, you know, you're convinced that, especially if you're fearful, mm-hmm. and you're convinced that that is going to be a way that you can insulate and protect yourself from further being hurt. But I, quite frankly, you know, I embrace being... I mean, I don't look forward to being hurt, but I just, I think it's part of the uh, human condition that, you know, you're going to be disappointed. You're not always going to get your way. And you can't always have an up. I mean, there's yeah. going to be downs to, to have that contrast. If you, if you don't have downs, how will you know the ups, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But it's important well, to focus on being up again and getting back to that place yes. instead of uh, reveling in, or I guess wallowing in self-pity, right. mm-hmm. for instance. Absolutely. David, any other I, thoughts? I would just say, you know, if he could get around some people that were like, had good spirits or something, or some kind of volunteering or something like that, maybe that would help. Good I think idea. volunteering is a good idea for people that are in the dumps. I'll tell you the best, uh, a, a great way not to be uh, unhappy is not to spend your time hating people. No doubt. <laughs> that's a good, that's a, anything to get away from that uh, is, is a good step. Thanks, that's what, David. That's what's eating him up. Yep. His, he's True. being eaten, eaten up by his whole belief that, uh, you know, that there's a certain type of person that's running the world and uh, causing all kinds of trouble and, and that kind of thing. And that's that's what's harming him. Let's continue with ladies first. Sherry, listening in Florida. Sherry, you're on Free Talk Live. Sherry, in Florida, going once. Sherry in Florida, going twice. Well, it's my understanding that Sherry was calling in on the uh, radiation. Can you hear me? Oh, there she is. Go ahead, Sherry. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure what the subject is. Um, it's whatever you want it to be. It is? Yeah, this is Free Talk Live. <laughs> you can call in about anything. Oh, wow, cool. Well, I live on the Emerald Coast, the Gulf Coast, um, Destin, Florida, where they had the recent oil spill. Mm-hmm. And I've lived here a long time, and, I, and I've actually can see the changes in the water at certain times. When my kids go to youth group, I saw the oil sheen, and, of course, you know, the tide took it out by the next week when they went to youth group. Mm-hmm. It was gone. But, like, the sheriff's department had posted a letter um, at the front desk of one of the condos I cleaned, and it said that the oil was clean, the water was clean, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was actually going to a state park where they had one of the Operation Base Command Centers, and I was watching it's the DEP, and um, then I saw, like, a security guard a couple months later because there was more and more coolers showing up, you know, like Walmart coolers, you know, just with samples in them. So I called the number on the side of the vehicle, and I said, you know, why are tax dollars paying for a third-party security company? And they wouldn't respond. But I know that they, it was, to, you know, because of the, the DEP is a division of law enforcement, you know, but they had hired a third-party security guard. But 
My mm. parents have a home in the mountains, and they come here, you know, back and forth. And every time they come here, they get sick. And we pretty much haven't been to the beach, you know, or been in the water at all mm. um, since the oil spill. We went. You're saying, point of the, information, you're saying your parents have gotten sick since the oil spill, or they've just gotten yeah, sick every time they yeah, come? Yeah, every time they come down to their beach out here, they get sick. But they got since in the water. Since the oil spill. Since the oil spill, mm-hmm. it, people are getting like this nasal congestion, nasal drip, sinus infections. And I went to my third ENT a couple of weeks ago, and the office was so full there was people standing. And but there is one doctor here that that is um, has documented the UAs and blood tests that the you know the dispersion is in their body, what's in their body. And um, I have a friend up in New York that who's a chemical has a PhD in chemical engineering. And um, he said, you know, if you smell this rotten egg smell, to get away from it. Well, we were walking down by the jetties um, where they had spray some extra dispersants because the water washes over the rocks there. Just one of my daughters and I, and we started getting a headache, and we smelled that rotten egg smell. So we was like, let's walk, turn around and walk the other way. Well, we, we did, but we had to leave because it was just so gross. And, of course, we both got sick. We both got really bad upper, you know, like sinus infections. And we went to uh, an allergy. Yeah. Yeah, it is, and a lot of people have this, and it's not. So, do you like think it's more of the dispersant that's causing that problem, well, or the actual oil? Hold on, just a second. There, there could be. Um, uh, the fact is that red, tide, red tide, red tide's getting uh, to be really bad on the Gulf Coast. Uh, there's all kinds yeah. of problems with uh, them them dumping sewage uh, <laughs> right right into the water. It's causing algae. Uh, mm. I'm sorry, that's what's happening. Um, and yeah, but the thing is, I was a mail carrier, and my kids went to school right across the street from the beach, and I used to wear a mask because I was real sensitive to the red tide, and I've lived here over 30 years, so I definitely know the difference. So um, uh, it's not the red tide, it's not seaweed, it's not algae, it's not any of that stuff. It's something different. I mean, we've seen unusual marine life. I've taken pictures of it with my cell phone on the beach. I've seen those poor little, um, you know, sand fleas uh, can't burrow themselves like they used to. I mean, even their little immune systems are compromised. But, I mean, and then we had a University of Georgia did an independent study here recently, and there's a doctor um, that's documented some things and found some things. Dr. Ricky Ott, who was with Exxon Valdez, was here. Well, as also, far as I'm concerned, uh, if, uh, you know, if there's, a, if there's a company and they do something that causes people damage, they, they should be liable mm-hmm. uh, for right. you know, helping those people get better. And uh, whether you can link everybody. it to them is another question, whether you can, you know, actually show that it was something that they did that uh that yeah, created it, this. it can be tough to show yeah. there was a caller well, a doctor that, that's following it um and he is documenting it through blood and urine which doesn't lie obviously there was a caller earlier who um phoned in and claims that that the um lobbyists are responsible for you know much of our problems and everything and and i think that if you look at government had had the government not gotten involved in oil back over a hundred years ago then we would have had competing fuel opportunity you know fuel options and um and uh and maybe they wouldn't have had to drill out in the ocean because they were banned from drilling in the u.s thanks for the call good luck out there at 800-259-9231 more time for you coming up next you can take control This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This 
Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, where we give you the features for free. And if you would like to support the show, you may do so by going to promote.freetalklive.com and get a whole list of things that you can do to get Free Talk Live or help get Free Talk Live on more radio stations and onto more internet connections. In fact, we've got free bumper stickers there, too. You can get instructions on how to receive one of those. Uh, go to free talk live or excuse me promote.freetalklive.com to do that and if you are of uh, college age if you are in college or just graduated from college then you need to know about this opportunity. Yeah, you can intern for Liberty. You can make a difference, get experience, and get paid. The Institute for Humane Studies is seeking undergraduates, graduate students, and recent graduates for its summer internship programs. They have internships in all types of journalism and public policy. The internship includes a generous stipend. That's pay. Housing assistance, career workshops, and training throughout the summer. Visit libertarianinternships.com for more information. Sign up there to receive updates and reminders. Uh, you know, graduates have gone on to amazing opportunities at uh, ABC's 2020, the Financial Times, the Washington Post, Wall Street Journal, The Economist, Cato Institute, and many others. It's libertarianinternships.com. All right. So we continue uh, with your phone calls. By the way, I've got. Uh Message here from one of our producers, Syface, who says that he is on the West Coast because a few people have called in tonight about the whole radiation scare thing. People are very, very concerned about that. And he says there have been trace amounts of radiation detected where I am, but it's nothing to be worried about. It's actually much, much less than normal levels. The only reason they even knew what it was was because it's a specific isotope that's generated at that Fukushima location. Interesting. So nothing to worry about. Anyway, 800-259-9231. We continue. We deal with radiation every day, yeah. all day. We continue with your calls, and we go to Captain Ned, listening in Florida. Captain Ned, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Michelle, and Mark. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you doing tonight? Hey, super. What's on your mind? Good. I, I got completely sidetracked with uh, the lady who just called about the BP thing. Let me say one quick thing about BP. Why do you think they injected that toxic sludge dispersant right at the wellhead the whole time? Not sure. Down a mile deep, they injected that as fast as they could. I don't well, know why. The, well, the reason they did it was they wanted, they didn't want you to see the giant rivers of oil that would have floated up to the top where they could have got it. They vaporized it into zillion of little, zillions of little capsules, which are now suspended in the water column. I mean, you saw a lot of oil come up, but they, that's, that's why they did it. And that's, that stuff was toxic waste. The government, wouldn't, the government fought them, but guess who won? BP. But anyway... Let me say, uh, Mark, nobody appreciates a good salesman, man. That's just how it is. You know? <laughs> I mean, anyway, please, please allow me to sell. I appreciate uh, my... Mark. I give him... I, I'm sure you do. I, get, I give him the majority of the money. <laughs> yes, that, that much is true. And, yeah, and... That's the way it should be. That's yeah, it, should be. it just shows Absolutely. up as to what a good salesman I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mark's the best salesman I've ever encountered. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> right, wait, wait, let me sell so my if I sell ticket. better than him, do I even get more money? Sure, well, that's the way it should be. Right. We could talk about that, Michelle. Oh, goody. But, uh, anyway, let me let me try and sell my dream ticket for president, vice president against Obama. Okay. Okay, Donald Trump for president, Ugh, and okay. Ted and Ted, Well, well, you know, he's going to run. He's, he's going to run. run. He's going to run. 
is and Ted Nugent for vice president. <laughs> I don't think now, Ted would go for Bull that. Amer- that's for Bull Ramp America. You, know, that's, <laughs> you don't think Ted would go for that? He's a total politico. I don't think he'd go I for being VP. <laughs> ah. I think they both, they both feed off each other, and you got on the stage as a big one or two of those guys, it's on. Anyway, well, they're not, they're not liberty-oriented people, uh, so I can't support uh, that. Well, I don't know. Here, here's what Trump, here's the best thing about Donald Trump. He's uh, The first thing he wants to do is tear up the Chinese 25% on everything coming off the boat made with That's a horrible labor. idea. Horrible. Yeah, uh, we need to have free trade, don't you think? Well, it's free trade made by slave labor. What's, what's wrong What are you that? talking well, about? Don't you think that there's slave labor in the United States? Uh, that's nonsense not the slave labor sir it's nonsense not anymore oh, you don't think- please come on guys these are human beings who are choosing to go into those chinese cities and work in those factories no, they- slave labor camps are in political prison camps they, have, it up on the they have they have fewer prisoners in china than they do in the united hey, states it's on the internet so it must be true and uh, i'd like to mention well, the prisoners uh, in the united states do fact. make the Prisoners in the United States do make things that you buy in the store. Um, they, there's, yeah, there's a license plate. There's no doubt no, about no, that. No, no. There's plastic chairs and things like that. They have plastic oh, extruding sure lawn is. furniture. Right. They do all kinds of work for. Um, they do all kinds of work for companies uh, doing telephone calls. I mean, we've got slave labor in the United States. Don't I, act I understand like, your your take there. It's not. That's that's a, a marginal. Uh, Marginal, marginal. Yeah, I mean, look, most of the labor coming out of China is not slave labor. You said it's slave labor, and then well, you're, you're calling the slave labor in the United States marginal. That's not fair, Ned. Well, it's it's prison labor, which that's what. Wait a minute. That's what. Hold were. on a second. That's if there's any slave labor in China, it's the same kind of thing where they essentially have prisoners making things uh, at low low uh, prices. Are you I saying that every Chinese really- factory has slaves working for it, sir? Well, the bulk of it is. Nonsense. Well, Absolute model, nonsense. Thank you for the Chinese call. Model. I don't okay. want to hear any more. Thank you for the call. 800-259-9231. It's nonsense. It's, it's paranoid uh, kookery as far as I'm concerned. Well, I it's don't know if red, it's paranoid. It, it, it's this red China scare tactics, and it tries to you know paint these people as a certain type of people, and it's it's just nonsense. The Chinese people are moving towards more freedom in a, a better, free, a freer marketplace. Uh, you know, they're looking to Hong Kong, I think, to some extent. Yeah, uh, as, seeing how it works as an example of uh, the Dublin of a free school here is going over to China for the second year in a row to recruit students to come to their interesting. You know. $28,000 a year school. It's and not people freedom. People can afford it. <laughs> right. It's not freedom there, and it's not freedom in Hong Kong, but Hong Kong is a lot more economically free than the United States. Every economic index of freedom around the world shows that clear as day. And so clearly, they're doing something right over there. And those are human beings who are choosing to leave the agricultural world in China, to leave the farms, to move into the cities, to attempt to make some more money because it's better pay. It's a better standard of living working in those factories. And you've also got companies that are coming in there from America that have watchdog groups keeping an eye on these uh, these folks to make sure that they're up to certain standards as far as who can work when and how many hours they can work and 
and under what conditions they are working. There are watchdog groups that keep eyes on these people, and they will they will let you know if Walmart buys from a company that is using slave labor or is is treating their employees in a uh, you know below standards kind of manner. Right. You can't. You certainly can't compare the factories in China to the factories in the United States. I mean, they're going to be they're going to come up short. But you're talking about a different economy entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, try to imagine for a second that you're a dirt farmer with a few acres of uh, of rice paddies in China. You're eking out a living of three dollars a month from there, and then somebody offers you a uh, a job, and I don't know what the conditions are like in the factory, but a, a job at a factory where you sleep in a dormitory, the factory's un-air conditioned, um, you're, you, you're, you have to stay at your station until the break times come up, and you know the, the work days are 10 hours, or whatever. I mean, I'm not saying these conditions are the greatest, but they beat dirt farming for $3 a month, and, and it's not slavery. You know, living right. It's not. If you walk into and walk out of work every day of your own volition, it may not be paradise on earth, but it isn't slavery. Yeah, and it's an insult to people who are really enslaved to call that slavery. Absolutely. I mean, you, you want to talk about slavery in the, in the United States? Talk about inmates that are forced to work um, in, under these conditions for less than minimum wage. I'm not saying that... Talk to every single person in the United States that's paying income taxes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk to sex slaves, you know, young yeah. teen girls that are uh, kidnapped and forced uh, to you know perform sexual activities against their will. Talk to them. It Real, there are real slaves out mm-hmm. there and in real kept conditions. Uh, so, sorry, you're wrong, Ned. 800-259-9231. Uh, that is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Oh, by the way, there is a particularly outrageous story out there that uh, I wish we had a chance to get to. Maybe we'll do it some point here, but just to touch on it. Mail online, dailymail.co.uk reporting. That women arrested by the Egyptian police during protests in Cairo's Tahrir Square were subjected to forced virginity tests, according to Amnesty International. Sick. Eighteen demonstrators were detained after army officers cleared the square on March 9th at the end of weeks of protest. Amnesty Today said that the women had been beaten, given electric shocks and then subjected to strip searches while being photographed by male soldiers. And you've got pictures, right? Uh, do I have pictures? Yeah, weren't there pictures there? Uh, no, no, no. I don't think so. Oh, I thought I no. saw some pictures of, uh, no, no. Of, of somebody who had been beaten at Tahrir Square. I no, think. no. There's just uh, photos of the protests here. Uh, Salwa, let's see. They were given virginity checks and threatened with prostitution charges if the medics ruled that they had had sex, according to the charity. Now, that's disturbing. Very disturbing. So is the um, the clipping of their clitoris, which oh, happens yeah. to 70% of the girls over there. So we're out In of Egypt? time. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was most mostly sub-Saharan. Right. Only 70% in Egypt. More coming up. You can take control tomorrow night. We'll see you then online. In the meantime, freetalklive.com. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal. But something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait. 
There's more. You can buy Liberty stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty stickers makes them. Go to libertystickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. 